Yo, 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 yo. What is up, brother man? How we doing, Skirtbag? like an eight dollar box dude i was like i'm committing to this purchase i saw it and i was like skittles freeze pops it's summer gotta have a freeze pop yeah. in the summer and now that i've had like 30 of them in like a week i'm like okay i'm kind of over these it's been it's been a bit much but they i think it's so be- much room in the freezer too so it's like you gotta rip through them i have a question <clears throat> okay how would you feel about making your own freeze pops I've done it before. Well, that's not that's not true. I took freeze pops, added alcohol to them, and then sealed them back up and then froze them. That's not what I meant. What did you mean? Like flavor? Picking a flavor? No, like making them like with like all right. Like let's just say I don't know. I feel like I've probably seen this on Instagram before, but I don't know exactly step by step what to do. But like you go to the store, you buy some fruit, you blend the fruit up, you Maybe you add water to, like, thin it out a little bit, and then you pour it into, like, you know, a, the plastic thing that makes it, like, a freeze pop. And yeah. then you can, like, seal it off and then throw it in the freezer, and then you got your own fruit-flavored freeze pops. How would you feel about that? I would love that, but that just sounds like a huge Too process. much work. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These I can just buy, snip the tip, and just fucking let it just rip. Just snip the tip. <laughs> snip the tip, snip the and tip let it rip. dude. Like a fucking circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just take a little bit off the top. Pretty much what you're doing every time you open a freeze top. Uh, just snipping the tip. <laughs> you're just circumcising ice, dude. That's, That's so funny, doing. dude. <laughs> yeah, just snip oh, the I tip. I never thought about it like that. Uh. uh you're wild um, but yeah i've just been ripping through those dude wired um other than that just been living the dream dude it's crazy that it's like already the middle of august anderson's down in town now when do you get anderson in? anderson moved in um so he came down last friday night got here at like six and then i was going golfing in the morning so i was leaving like pretty pretty early um and maggie's mom and her aunt were here so we had a slumber party down on the couch, dude. Watched some Netflix. Watched. Went over to Satellite. Crabbed a few beers. Um, they brought us home a pizza for dinner. So we vibed out. And then he got his keys the next morning. And his parents came down that day, like in the afternoon, and helped him move in and everything. Not um, bad. He's still. We're still hunting for a couch. Apparently, the lady that was going to sell him the one on Facebook Marketplace like chickened out last second at like five o'clock. She doesn't want to sell it anymore. Well, it's, she still wants to sell it, but she just didn't couldn't do it tonight oh okay yeah um so he's still looking at that but also like he doesn't know if he wants to get like just go to like wayfair online and just order one because he's gonna have it for a while but dude yeah. couches are just so expensive bro for like a new factual one. factual we were looking at couches the other day in costco and like dude they're bread like that's a lot of money just to throw right now like probably right. shouldn't be spending that much money on a couch yeah right now especially um, like you guys have a newborn baby so like, yeah but they're nice new- dude there was one that I liked at Costco. It was like eleven hundred fifty, I think. No, maybe it was like fourteen hundred. That's actually not that bad. I think it was fourteen hundred. That there was two. I think the one was fourteen hundred, and it was like a sectional. But you had you could move the pieces however you want, mm. right? But I would have just done like an L shape, and it would have been like two seats on the side, and then the corner, and then like four seats. 
Yeah. And then it had an like a big square ottoman that also was storage. Uh, for fi- and it was it was mad comfortable for, for like fourteen hundred at all. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it might have been thirteen. Um, but then there was one that was a little bit cheaper that was a little bit smaller, but it was still mad comfortable. And like for the price, I was like, that's not bad either. I think it was like eleven fifty. Yeah, Costco, Costco not being on their bullshit is nice, dude. Yeah, Costco Wayfair. Good. So, but it's <clears throat> so there. If you buy it online, it's more. Oh really? Yeah, I think they, I that, think that does that include like delivery service or something? Probably. I, yeah. I think they te- they say technically shipping's free, but the price is more. So Lex is like they kind of just like build the shipping into the price. Like if you're gonna buy it online, like that's cool. But if you want to like buy it straight from the warehouse, like you got to take it home. That's cool right. too. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably why I would have like would have guessed why it would be more expensive online. Yeah. Cause... Yeah. Fitting a fucking uh, couch into your, unless you have like a giant SUV, is pretty fucking hard. It's got hella pieces too. Yeah, you're it's like mad huge pieces. High price convenience for them to bring it. Yeah, we'd have to like we could probably rent a fat truck for cheaper than the difference, but is it worth it? Yeah, it's all level of convenience. How convenient do you want to be? Or feel? Yeah. Like, a part of me is, like, I don't mind spending, like, three or four hours, like, one weekend morning going to get it. Yeah. But is it worth all the back and forth, and do I really right. want to do that? Then you gotta figure Actually, out you're yo, old couch. Yo, I asked Lex this the other day. I said, how much is your time worth? Johnny, how much is an hour of your life worth to you? Um... You get one hour. Here put- you go. How much would you pay for? It? How much would you pay for an hour? So here you go. Here's an, here's an hour of time. For just like if someone was like in the middle of my work day, were like, you could pay to have the next hour off. You could one hour to do whatever you want, wherever you want. Like you could teleport there. You know what I mean? Whatever I want. When I have endless money to do whatever I want. Maybe. Dude, you know what I would do. I don't know. Well, See, I'm, I'm trying to figure I out an answer. I didn't ask what you would do. I asked, I asked how much I know, you would pay. I know. But it's I a know, lot. I, it's a lot of fucking money when I think about it. Is it, though? Because this, well, this is what I said to Lex. I thought about it like this. And even if it's not doing whatever you... If it's what I do every day, what do I do every day? I hang out with JT. I hang out with Lex. You're going to give me an hour hanging out with JT? You're going to give me, like, an hour hanging out with Lex, an hour hanging out with Ben? And especially, like, as you get older... Think about like how valuable that is right now. I think if you put it in like more than an hour, like if you bump that time up to like a year, I feel like it would hit. It would the question would hit hit home for me a little bit more because like an hour, I'm like, all right, well, I can either like like I don't do much, so I can sit here by myself and watch Netflix for an hour, or I can like not pay to have that and like make money like at my job. But if you're like a year, like if I could pay to have like the whole next year off and go out and do what I wanted, I'd probably be like, dude, take like my next year's salary or something. Like all the money know. I have, give me the next year to like not have to worry about like my nine to five job and just I could go out and do whatever I wanted for a year. Because an hour is not enough time to do anything. That's not true. I mean. It's can't, long enough to get on here an and hour. make a and make a podcast. We can make a not podcast even, bro. in an hour. Do, I mean, we could, but it's not going to be as good mad as our two-hour episode. Mad people do it in an hour. Mad people yeah. do it in an hour. We're not mad people. 
No, 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 we're not. <laughs> we're just a little bit different. We're a yeah. little more free flowing. We're super free flowing, dude. Yeah, just just vibing out we here. We kind of just go until you know we don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> That's right. And then and then sometimes we have nothing to talk about, but then we find something else to talk about. So maybe yeah. we should find something else to talk about. I got plenty of things to talk about. We got a fat. <laughs> we got a. I said we were free flowing. We got a fat dog today. <laughs> it's so funny because when Andy was just here, he was like, "What are you guys going to talk about?" And I was like, "Dude, for an hour and a half, we kind of just bullshit, and then we'll cover sports like towards the end." And I was like, sometimes Kenny has a doc, but it's not like that serious of a doc. And then you get on here like, dude, we have a fat fucking doc today. Yeah, yeah. It's, it hasn't been like this, but uh, there's there's a lot of stuff that uh, I think we should talk about. But we were talking about shoes it. before we started recording, so oh, um, yeah, we'll yeah. start there. Um, Mac Miller, they his website the released the Vans collab um, for his, his fifth year anniversary. And I was gonna buy a pair. One of them real bad. I told Lex about it. I was golfing. Lex was like on, like she was like on, like ordering them and shit like that, like trying to get them. Dude, so she hopped on. I think they dropped at eleven. She hopped on. She said at eleven, and she was like, everything gone instantly by like eleven o three. She was like, yeah. and she felt so bad. She was like, dude, I texted you to ask what size you were, and I should have just ordered you to ten because I knew you would have said ten, and like I know that's your size, and I should have just fucking ordered that. Um. Cause I was golfing, so I didn't answer like right away. But then she was like, "I tried to get them, I couldn't. They're gone." I was like, ten and a half, nine and a half, whatever. Like, I'll take anything, dude. Like any size, give me any yeah. size." And she was like, "Okay, they're all sold out. Everything." And like, dude, like three minutes. Yeah, and not even just the shoes, like the vinyls that they had, and like some of the t-shirts. The so she t-shirts. actually got me the swimming five-year anniversary vinyl and the uh the tiny, tiny desk. desk vinyl that's she got that too awesome, dude. yeah that's tight and i didn't realize that i think today or yesterday i think maybe it was today was the five-year anniversary of tiny desk i think i yeah, saw that on, on twitter the second um yeah i saw that yeah exactly i saw it too on twitter but the i think it was august 2nd or 3rd my august 3rd maybe was the swimming anniversary and then i remember that tiny desk coming out like exactly like four days after or something like that and then I, he died in September, right? Like it I was going to say, so then didn't he die? Yeah. Like, right after that? I'm pretty sure he died in September, like, right before his tour. It might have been August. Let me see. We got to know this, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, September. I don't know, dude. September 7th, I guess? Is that what it says? That's when... That sounds right. Yeah, September 7th, 2018. Yeah. Um, Damn, so we're coming up on five years. I've been listening to a lot of Mac lately. Yeah, you know, it's and funny. I and like looking at watching a lot of Mac stuff on YouTube. I was watching some Mac stuff on YouTube the other day. Did you were, were like interviews? Um, I did watch an interview. I watched uh the Nardwar, which is great because he just geeked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the Jet Fuel video. Oh, the one that just came out. Yeah, and then there's a couple yeah. more that played after that. 
The Inertia one, I've seen that one a bunch of times. That That's like good. before swimming comes out. Yeah. Or like, oh, it's August 3rd, because he's like, swimming. swimming. August, August 3rd. 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that was it. Maybe I watched it. No, maybe I watched another one after that, but I don't remember. You got to watch the uh, interview he does with Sway. It's like a podcast, so it's like 30 minutes long. Um, and okay. then he does one with like Hot 106 or something like that. The other like LA crew. Um, and it was really sad, dude, because this was, I mean, the ones I watched were from when the Divine Feminine came out, so it was, like, older than this one. Yeah, I think I I think I watched one of those the other day. I don't remember which one, but I think I watched one of those. Yeah, dude, it was super sad, because he was talking about, like, he was, like, clean from everything, and he was just like, yeah, I just want, like, a clear mind and, like, be able to, like, feel things, and, like, I'm super happy with where I'm at now, like, mentally and, like, the sober life and all this shit. And, like, Maggie and I watched it, and I was like, it's really sad to like watch that and then know like the outcome. Yeah. It was good though. Like he was he was like laughing about the celebrity basketball game that he was in that year and just like talking about like his music and his process and the people he works with and I was like I mean give a solid interview. Yeah, I like listening to talk talking. I like listening to him make music or yeah, watching him just make watching music. Watching him in the studio or like on the piano or something. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking around. I like the little clips you get of, like, him, like, doing random covers, like, just for fun. Yeah. Just, like, on a random piano somewhere. Just, like, yep. playing, like, some old school fun. shit. It's kind of like what, uh, like, there's some artists that do that. Like, Post Malone's an artist I feel like that could do that, where he just steps up to, like, a karaoke mic in, like, a dusty bar one night and just, like, belts out a song and, like, murders it. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, we'll cover a random song. I could totally see him doing that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking I kind of want to get JT a keyboard. I think that's a good creative outlet. I think yeah. like I wish I like knew how to play an instrument. I think keyboard would be dope, and that's something you, that like they all they all could share. Do you ever play music? Have you played music around him yet? I'm sure he hears like when you play like stuff on the vinyl. But like, is he ever like awake and like hanging out while you play music? Yeah, sometimes. I don't know if he really knows what he, what he's uh listening to, but I always like tell like. A lot of times when I listen to vinyls and, like, or if it's just me, like, feed them breakfast, listen to a vinyl, maybe Lex is, like, doing something, because, like, that's what she does, she's the bomb, and she'll flip the vinyls for me, she's the best, if I'm feeding him, she'll flip the vinyls, like, bomb.com. That's, that's the that's like the one trait in a vinyl collecting couple, dude. We do the same shit. Yeah, like, give me a flip. Yeah. Um, and it's good. It's good that I got her the Posty albums because it got like listening to those like got her more into it. And I think like she's kind of like getting she's the vinyl the thing fever. now. She's yeah, yeah. Fever. She's like she's like just she's just like a, like feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's dope. And uh, so I'll like sit there and I'll sing to him because like I know that he knows my voice, so like I'll like sing it to him. Um, but. I don't think he listens, like, maybe he listens, but I don't know if he really, like, He doesn't, like, cares. consciously listen, but it, there might be, like, some yeah, parts of music some... that comfort him, you know what I mean? Like, he's just yeah. gonna, like, think of a song that... So, <laughs> it's funny, if Lex was on this podcast, she would say he likes, um, Timmy Trumpet Freaks, because she'll bop him. Oh, it's like... Yeah. Because, dude, 
We love that song. We listen to it every. Max has it on the phone, and every time it comes on shuffle, we turn that fucker up, dude. Isn't that it's the nuts. Edwin Diaz like closer song? Like it comes out of the bullpen, and that song is playing. I'm pretty sure that's his song, dude. <laughs> I think it might and be, I'm so right on that. But like or maybe it's just the same beat. Yeah, he might have sampled it, but it's like the bass and the tweeters make the speakers go to war. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Tell me time. where the freaks at. <laughs> but that doesn't surprise me once for one second that you guys love that song. That's such a Kenny and Lex song. <laughs> Uh, like if bangs. that song came out while kenny was in college dude that would be number one on every single playlist it bangs it bangs all right um anyway lex was like i guess like you know trying to get him to be quiet like settle down one night like when he was young and she was like and song came on. she started doing it and now she's like dude he loves it she just like does it in his ear oh man he's gonna get to grow up and be like 12 years old and be like you know who timmy trumpet is <laughs> like, yeah dad i got this tattoo. <laughs> oh yeah and then i watched that uh the mac video the vinyl the the dad reacts vinyl oh yeah that kids. was good dude yeah, that it was dad good. was like super it was cool to see somebody his age be like super open to like our like genre of music you know what yeah. i mean like, yeah if, if i showed that to any of my parents they'd be like yeah this is this is cool whatever but they wouldn't like listen to the lyrics and break down like every part of the song like yeah but he's a music guy like you could tell he knows the music you know what i mean like he knows it um just the way that he talks about the beats and stuff like that um they say words and they use lingo that i don't even fully understand honestly just like and it's just real quick and the son's like yep yep like it's like they know music um that's true and it's so they listen to it a little bit differently and like it makes and like I'm sure his son is like no like this stuff's like actually good you know what I mean, um, yeah like it's and like so you should listen to it and then it's just like he that that was like you show him a couple good albums and he's like okay yeah I can like get into this yeah yeah it was so cool to like go back and like watch him listen to kids for the first time and like experience the feelings that we all felt when it first came out when yeah, they were talking about like riding the BMX bikes around like town and get slushies and hot too. dogs and shit yeah, I, I was, doing I was that like shit too. dude wow. But I was mo- yeah, that's all of yeah. us. We all had that collective memory as like grown up, dude. That's like, true. I talked up pretty that's much true. all my boys had that have that memory. Like even yeah. the ones from college that I didn't grow up with, like like Nick, um, uh, what's his name, TJ. They probably all did the same shit we did. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. I thought um, he, it was just like spot on. You know what I mean? I like the point he made. How throughout the album he was like you could tell like it feels like he went from like 17 to like 37 while making this album because like his songs like got a little more like not dark but like serious and like the lyric the lyrics were still good and like they held up like was it over 10 years later over 10 years yeah and um like everything just held up and he was like he started out as like you know this frat rapper at 17 years old and like the end of his career he was like this guy who kind of just like went through life and like made art out of that and like wasn't always like this frat happy like rapper um and it's like that's his career but it like resonates to kids so much because that's how the album's structured it's like, yeah 
pretty much the thing that made Mac Miller like Mac Miller because that kids was his first like hit of a mixtape. Um, pretty much described his career than just like the way he lived life in his first project. And I was like, yeah, dude, I've never thought about it like that, but that's that's fucking awesome that you can listen to this one time and pick that up. Yeah, dude. He's reading the lyrics too as he goes. Like you see him reading yeah, reading that. the lyrics. Um, and it's cool. He's like, like he knows a lot about music. Like the one he was like, oh yeah, I know this sample. I know this sample. Yeah, yeah. The what um, was it? the um, Owl City. I don't Firefly yeah, sample. yeah. Then there, yeah. there was another one too. They had to look up because they knew that one off the head. Um, but dude, and I loved it. I love kids because like the mixtapes are just so fun. And even yeah. like uh, like that kid said, like they were like going to the mall. And like when he was listening to, it, he was like, we were going to the mall, and um, you know, we were like listening to Dat Piff and buying shoes and stuff like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, buying like the DC shoes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was telling Lexus, I never really listened to this front to back growing up. I listened to these all like individually, Randomly like a scattered. lot of them as singles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Honestly, like I know same. I listened to Knock Knock like always as a single. That was my favorite. That was like my song that got me hooked on Mac. Yeah, mine was probably Nikes on my feet. Yeah, oh, Nikes that was on my the, feet. Nice. That was I never realized. Like I knew this, but I never like put it together that that's a Nas sample from mm-hmm. from uh, Illmatic. Yeah, like, it's fire, dude. It's, it's, a, lot it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun samples on there. Sampling on that is dope. Yeah, dude. Uh, I like the, the Fireflies with, joint. Yeah, the Fireflies joint is fresh, and then um, the song. Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza has that uh, uh, what's it called? Or who's that song? That you know what I'm talking about? That like twangy sample where it's like wah, yeah, wah, boom, yeah. Boom. He got he he shows range. It's just like so many different genres, and like since it's a mixtape, he doesn't have to like it doesn't have to be cohesive. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's allowed to be random and fun and, and just, just like kind of different, different. Place. Yeah, like little pieces of like all showing. You know, he's a five tool player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mac Miller's like maybe the goat five tool player. Like you couldn't he see Eminem be. making. You couldn't see Eminem making like songs like Mac did on swimming. Yeah, I mean he makes like singing singing songs. Like he Eminem gets in his bag and sings, but not like Mac Miller does. Dude. No, Mac said no. when he sings, he changes the whole tune and vibe of the song. Yeah, I think Mac Mac might be the best have the best range have the best range that's why waldo when we're in mexico was asking everyone if you could listen to one rapper or one artist for the rest of your life who would who would you be and i said mac's not my favorite rapper of all time i mean he's probably like top five favorite for me but he'd probably be the one i'd listen to if i only could listen to one because of the amount of range he has dude like he's got a song for every type of feeling wayne um wayne said rick ross rick ross is good yeah, probably wouldn't be my my go to. No, like, but last he's he might be like ever, but... he might be in my top five, honestly. Top five favorite? No, but top five if I only had if I could only pick one rapper. Really? Who would yeah, who maybe. would your other four be? Like off the top of your head? Well, I think Mac and Cole are obvious at the top, uh-huh. and then I think Wayne because he's got range. Wayne has range and a huge discography, so you'd be good huge, for a while. Huge, dude, huge. And if you yeah. get all his mixtapes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like that's like an easy top three for me. If you said you can only pick three, I'm taking those three. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know after that, honestly. 
That does it even hit, matter? Like, that four. Yeah, I was gonna say once you hit that four or five, like so I'm sitting here thinking about what mine would be, and like you would probably take logic. Top five, yeah, he'd probably be like five. He's in there as like a personal favorite for you. Got to be, yeah, and I think per- so is Eminem. Favorite. Yeah, and then it'd be like I think that's I think, your five, dude. Yeah, and then Cole, Cole Mac, and um, Wayne. I don't know if I would take Wayne though. I was never like I love Lil Wayne, but I wasn't into him as much as like you and your boys were. Like I would listen to like his biggest songs, but like I didn't get into yeah. his older and deeper shit until like later on in life like end of high school early college days but like i listened to the carter three growing up like got how to love i remember being one of the first songs yeah. of like that i fell in love with lollipop is obviously like a classic of my yeah. childhood but i wasn't like front to back like carter series or no i wasn't either. Really. i listened i listened to the hits and that was that's honestly all that i remember but then like i go back and i'm like dude i feel like i know all these songs like when i listen to like all of his old shit back and yeah. like, if you can get all mixtape Wayne too, that's dude, the other thing. Like, like taking his Wayne, you're also getting like are a huge so fun, dude. I love it. Yeah. I like. I think he's got the best mixtapes of all time. I don't know if he's like. Yeah. I don't know if he's the best rapper of all time. He might be, but I think he's got the best mixtape discography of, like of all time. I think it's like by a long slide, by too, a dude. long shot. Yeah, I mean, who would even be second? Like, who do you think of like outside of Wayne when it comes to mixtapes? This is like probably pretty personal, but like Meek's got good mixtapes. Yeah, I never really like got into his mixtape. I he was another one like even less than Wayne. See, like, I only listened to his here, top five songs really. When I was um first working before I got at Deloitte um that summer after we graduated, I was listening to a lot of Dat Piff, and like I was like I was like dude, I want to listen to these old Wayne mixtapes. So I went back and I downloaded Dat Piff and like I and then I was like oh let me see what else is on here. So I listened to like some Meek and like some chance the rapper which is you know always a good time yeah. um and i was like meek's got like low-key a nice little discography on here dude i would I, i've learned to like meek so i would definitely go back and like actually listen to a bunch of his old stuff that i've never really heard because that's the other thing like i feel like old meek mill was better than i mean he doesn't really put out a ton of music now but like the last few things i've heard him on i just haven't been like that impressed or like ooh, I, let's go back to that you know what i mean but like um, what yeah, that one I, we listened to in uh, college that came out, I loved that project. What was that called? The Orange Joint. That yeah. uh, Blue Notes Four was on. Blue Notes was yeah, probably my favorite song off that project. There's a few other ones that I really fucked with. Um, now that I think about it, dude, I don't like if I hit shuffle on my phone, I probably only have that meal project and then like Dreams and Nightmares as a single. He's I honestly, he does have some bad songs, but I think he like overall has like some solid projects like there are some weak ones in there but like even the weak ones like you know you like they come up enough on shuffle you like you kind of start to just like vibe with them you know what i mean right yeah um you go like in a little bit of an appreciation for but um i'm trying to think of the one that he put out before that one i don't know any of his albums that's the problem i don't know the names of any of them no nah, me neither um but it's like a fucking black and white cover oh you know who my th- my fourth would be would be flatbush for sure 100%. yeah yeah oh wins and losses that's what it was that came out when we were in college what are some and songs like, on that because i feel like I've, that oh, sounds that's, familiar to oh me. that's got 1942 flows okay 
So it starts with wins and losses, which is like a pretty good hype song. Yeah. Heavy Heart is like solid. It's like the game left me with a heavy heart. Um, fuck that checkup with Lil Uzi. That's good. Whatever you need is solid. 1942 flows is solid. Issues is okay. We ball with Young Thug is solid. These scars. It's all right. Connect the dots what's, is solid. What's the song that he has with Drake from Rico? You might just get hit with the Rico. Rico. I think that is might that, be a single. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Um, connect the dots, fall through, never lose, glow up, young black America, open ball player, made it from nothing. Price left Hollywood, save me. Like, here's the thing: it's a long, it's a long album, right? Like, it's 19 songs, and like, there's a lot of misses. Yeah. So Bunch like, filler songs. You and here's. The first nine are, like, solid. And then out of the last ten, there's, like, a few, like, maybe a couple good ones. So just make it a 12-song album, and you're qual- you have way higher quality, and people are like, okay, this is good. Now you got the back, you know, more than half of the album is just basically all filler, and it's, it's like... sound. You know who's perfected that? J. Cole. Yeah, he puts out a song, and, like, they're all hot. Well, not like, even that. Just all of his his albums from like, I don't know. I didn't realize how how long Born Sinner was, but like yeah. I feel like from Four Stills Drive on, like he's perfected the perfect amount of songs for each of his albums, dude. Like, yeah, one more, one less would have not been enough or, or like too little. Uh, Dream Chasers Four. That's what you're thinking of. Okay, and that's a good one. Yeah, read me the track list on that. On the regular, blessed up, good, blessed up. Yeah, those are two bangers right off the two rip. bangers. Liddy featuring Tory Lanez, banger, banger. Shine is good. Froze with uh, Uzi and Nicki Minaj is good. The difference with Quavo, uh, lights out, blue notes. Offended with Young Thug and Twenty One. You know, way up, two wrongs. Way up's good. Way up's good. Two wrongs is good too. You know it's not bad either. Tony Story three, and then an outro. So that's yeah, good. That's like a, that's, that's a, shorter, a solid album, dude. Yeah, because that's like a shorter project and like a lot of hits. What's his most recent album that he put out? Um, expensive pain in twenty twenty one. I never listened to any of that. No, me neither. Before that was championships. I listened to that one. That one I thought was okay. You want to hear the track list? Yeah. The intro, which I actually I thought it was good. Trauma, Uptown Vibes, I think what I liked. On Me with Cardi B was good. What's Free with Rick Ross and Jay-Z, solid. Respect the Game, solid. Splash Warnings, Splash Warning with uh, Future Roddy Rich, solid. Championships is solid. Going Bad with Drake was good. Almost Slipped. Tic-Tac-Toe with Kodak, 24-7. Um... Which was good. That's with uh, LMI. Is that how you say it? M-A-I? L-M-I? Oh, yeah. Or L-M-A, um, I think it is. Oodles and Noodles Babies, which is funny. <laughs> Pay You Back with 21. Um, 100 Summers with the shit. Stuck in My Ways. Dangerous. God damn, it's a long too. fucking album, dude. Yeah, another 19 songer. But, like, honestly, a lot of these are good. A lot of these got replay value. I uh, I only recognize, like, two or three from that track list. 
if you listen to it like front to back, I think you'd be like, you know what, not too bad. Or if you just shuffle it, honestly, I don't think the his order really matters. Just nineteen songs, they're just songs. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they got replay Meek value Mills. though. They're like they're fun, a lot yeah. of them. Meek Mill's not that type of rapper to like curate an album. He kind of just makes a bunch of songs, picks his favorite ones, and throws them together. Yeah. Which sometimes is good, you know, like, but that's just a mixtape to your point earlier. Fine with me, dude. That shit's fun. I'll, I'm going to listen to his new shit, Expensive Pain. I'm going to check it I out. Wanna, I want to go back and listen to, like, his mixtapes before he blew up. Some old school music. Get yourself some Dat Piff. Or I heard Dat Piff was, like, stopping. There were no more. Yeah, I used to have Dat Piff. I uh, listened to a lot of, like, Logic mixtapes on and Chance the Rapper. I listened to a lot. Um, you know who's got great range, too, that I think is probably, like, second to Mac Miller, maybe even, like, co-A, 1A, and 1B, is uh, Childish Gambino. He's got hella range, dude. My man does all that, and he's a stand-up comic. You're right. he's an actor, and he directs right. his own TV show. You're right. I wish we had further, like, different, differing opinions on here. We need, yeah, to get, so we, we need get to some... get more guests that we can just shoot. We need to get, like, Waldo on here regularly as <laughs> yeah, a third. dude, we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, once a month, can... just have Waldo on here and fuck around. We really should. It's funny, because he called me, like, right when we hopped on, and I hung up on him and texted him. I was like, sorry, blood, we're uh, recording this podcast for you specifically right now. <laughs> it's like, we know you're listening. Waldo is listening, so Waldo, get on this podcast like once a month. Yeah, so let's have just, you on, like, Chat some shit and chat some shit. Sounds you know. good to me. Alright, I'm gonna close this tab that just says rapper Mac Miller has died at 26 in my <laughs> face. <laughs> R.I.P. To a legend, man. dude. Gone far too soon. Yeah, and it's like I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, he's like the one person that's died that I don't know personally that I genuinely think about like every day. Yep. Like I have a thought about Mac Miller go through my head at least at the very least once a day. Like I know it's gonna happen. Hundred percent. Whether it just be like I see something online, uh, like that reminds me of him, or like I see like a picture of him, or I listen to his music. Like, think about. Ooh, excuse me. Think about how many people. Like feel the same way, dude. Like he's he impacted so many people yeah. just by being a good artist. Dude, they have um, they're still having Mac Miller festivals. There's one in L. A. and one in Pittsburgh this year. I want to. And go. like people are like paying to go. You know what I mean? I would pay to go. Yeah. That would be cool as fuck. What they need yeah. to do is restock their uh, website with some of them. I know. I know. Oh yeah. Bands. So that's so that's how we started on this Mac Miller thing. Um. So, now, the shoes, the only place to get them, because all the bots took them, so I see on Instagram, I I see on Instagram, they, like, posted about it, and everybody in the comments was like, dude, it, like, said, like, I couldn't ship to, like, anywhere in the U.S., like, it, like, then you were out of stock, like, the bots got everything so quick, like, if you're gonna do it, you gotta fucking do it right, you know what I mean? Um, and... Then so then I go to look for him. The only place you could find him is like maybe on eBay, but definitely on StockX for like five hundred bucks. Yeah, how much were they on the store? Hundred, I think hundred. I don't know. I'm thinking hundred. That's the one thing that sucks about like shoes nowadays. It's just like yeah. the resellers do. They ruin it for everybody, dude. It takes the fun out of like trying to buy a new shoe because you just know you're not gonna get like you basically have to win a ticket to get in like an auction to buy shoes now. 
you can go to the store and buy shoes, but you're not going to get, like, the ones you want. Like, you're never walking into a store knowing they're going to have the shoe you have. Also, I don't buy shoes like that anymore, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know. Yeah. But, like, like, I just walk into fucking PacSun or Zoomies and buy a pair of Vans at this point in my life. I haven't had, like, Air Maxes or anything like that in so long. Yeah, no, I just, like, go online a lot of the time buy a pair of Vans. Yeah. The high-top Vans are, uh, I love wearing them, but they're so hard to get on, and you can't, like, wear those in the summer. Because when you're going to wear those with shorts, that looks, that looks wild. Yeah. High-top Vans, like... you almost have to wear with, with pants on. I like the uh, the running shoe looking Johns Ultra Ranges. That's what they're called, Ultra Range. Yeah, those are nice. Um, I like those a lot. I wear those pretty much everywhere. Those are just good, like everyday shoes too. Hundred P. And they look good, so like keep them cleanish, and like good. you can, and you can you you can wear them out and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they can be your everyday oh, yeah. shoes and your shoes that you wear out. Facts. What else you want to talk about? Jimi Hendrix? What about Jimi Hendrix? He's dead? You know his song? <laughs> you know his song all Has along the Watchtower? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died like 50 years ago. Um, I don't. I, I honestly couldn't name you a Jimi Hendrix by, you by song. You don't? Really? Yeah. So I was listening to um, Fantasy Focus, or I was watching it on ESPN because it was just like on ESPN Plus at like a boring like mid-morning day. So yeah. I like, there was like, yeah, I'll throw this on. And the guy on there was like, so there's this song uh, that's popular right now by like Luke Combs, I think, but it's like a cover of another song. Oh, it's called Fast Car. That's what it is. Have you heard of this song? I have not. Yeah, it's not great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When you said Luke Combs, I was like, don't know it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, he's like, he's like, you know, it's a cover by somebody else. And like the OG was like way better because he was the OG. And I hear people saying like, oh, my God, he wrote this amazing song. And I'm just like, no, he didn't. So he's like an old man. And then he's like, so like, are there any like songs that you know of? Because I guess his co-host is like a a music dude. And he's like, well, there's a there's a bunch. But what I'll say is like. Jimi Hendrix is all along the Watchtower, which is like definitely one of his top songs. Like that's like one of the ones that I know, and I don't know very many. Yeah. Um, he was like, "That's actually a Bob Dylan song that he did as a cover," and I was like, "Yo, no shit!" And it blew the other guy's mind too. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then he was. It's like a hundred years from now, we're just gonna have covers of covers of covers, thinking they're like originals. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Wow. Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan the goat. Then Bob Dylan the goat, maybe, possibly. It's so funny, I think we, on, what uh, if all of Jimi Hendrix's songs were covers? Are just Bob Dylan songs, but better. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, hey, dude, I see you making music. Well, I'll hold my beer. <laughs> Let me do this thing. Let me do this thing like you, just better. Yeah, didn't Jimi Hendrix like teach himself to play the guitar too? I don't know a thing about Jimi Hendrix. I'm, I think that that's he like shredded the one thing I know boy. about Jimmy Shred. Jimmy, I almost just called him Jimmy Shredricks. <laughs> that should be his name, Jimmy Shredricks. <laughs> it's just Rick, like Rick Sanchez, but shredded. Shredricks. <laughs> Yo. Oh man! I don't know why. It's it's just it's Rick, but dressed like fucking Jimi Hendrix, (laughs) and he fucking treads. We're back. 
Let's go. <laughs> Riverside said, "These dudes are having a fucking." You're having way too bit. much fun, dude. You guys are having yeah, way too much fun. I'm gonna need you to take it down a notch. We just broke the fucking Riverside server. What are these? Yeah, our FBI agents like at it, looking at his other monitor. Like he hears us giggling. What are these hooligans talking about? <laughs> Shredded Rick Sanchez and Jimmy Shredricks. Oh, put them together. If you got Rick the Shredder, we should we should pitch that idea to Adult Swim and have it in an episode, dude. We should just an alternate universe episode of Jimmy Shredricks, but it's just like Rick as Jimi Hendrix and shredded. That would be awesome. <laughs> and, he, and he fucking skateboards. <laughs> Can he cook too? What else has he got up his sleeve? I don't know. The cooks shreds. Oh, he I shreds because guess... he skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> no, he skateboards because he shreds. <laughs> well, you got to fucking skate to shred before you That's shred to skate. I shred the skate. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Jimmy Shredricks. That's got to be the title of this episode. Okay. <laughs> I can make that happen if you remind me. <laughs> All right, um, dude, what's your favorite type of applesauce? Um, like homemade or mozz or like? Oh, dude, a good homemade applesauce, nothing tops it. So don't, yeah. Yep, a good homemade applesauce can't be beaten. So, yeah. Final but... answer. I probably have to agree with you, but sometimes I just crave like the random like small cups of Mott's applesauce. Yeah, I'm talking about that. I actually slap, like, dude. I like you know you can get green apple or red apple applesauce. Yeah, yeah. I like. <laughs> Did you dude... know that there's a red and a green apple, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I didn't know. Like, I don't know. Like, does everybody have green applesauce too? I feel like and I don't see that ma- around a lot anymore. Does it change the applesauce? Yeah, it's like, you know, like, like granny apples are like more like sour, I guess would be the word. Yeah, but if you told me, if you gave me a cup of red apple applesauce and a cup of green apple applesauce. And I could tell you the difference. Me, I would not if, be able to tell the difference. Okay, well, when I, where I grew up, you could. Or maybe it was just placebo. I looked at it and I said, this is going to be sour. But anyway, yeah. red applesauce with... um. Cinnamon on top, money. Yeah, it is money. Apple I know you could. So I think they started. On. They started making cinnamon ones, but cinnamon not as good. Sauce? Not as good as like adding your own cinnamon and mixing it. Oh in. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Facts. Because you can't tell the difference. Like you get applesauce, and I mean, I guess you could. And like some of them, you can see the cinnamon in it, but it's not like a green apple applesauce looks any different than a red apple applesauce. No, they look the same. Unless you but homemade apple, you ever get slaps. like the red colored applesauce? <laughs> like you ever seen those? They're like the mods cups, but the applesauce is like, like bright blood red. Nah, it's just food coloring. Like essentially, is what it is. And That's I good. I don't know why it might be placebo, but it tastes better. Ooh, you make I it see. extra tasty. Yeah, just with red five. I mean, but yeah, but it's delicious. So who cares? Yeah, your facts. Um, did you see that, uh, Maui is on fire, like, burned to the ground? Like, Hawaii? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. I haven't heard a lick of information about this. Yep, Why, well, it happened? burned to the ground. Like, it's all it, gone? Like, the people live there? Like, everything's gone? The people that live there were jumping into the ocean so that they didn't catch on fire. What the fuck happened? And the Coast Guard and the, um, the Coast Guard was, like, saving people that were, like, jumping into the water. And they were, like, asking everybody that has boats to, like, help. Um, yeah. What? No, no to... police, no 911, no cell service. What? There's massive what wildfires. Like, how... Oh, just wildfires? Yeah. And I said, well, how did it start? And Lex was, like, doing some research, and she was like, they just say that it's, like, it's been dry. And then a hurricane came, and it got real windy, and that started the fire. Like, a dry, hot climate. They've had, like, apparently they've, like, been, like, in the red alert for the fire, like, for fires, like, all summer. Damn, dude. I'm seeing, I'm looking at videos. Oh, my God. There's, like, torched dude, cars. Yeah, dude. dude it looks it's like bad. a nuke hit. It's bad, dude. Damn, that's wild. And we haven't heard anything about it, like. Not a, no, dude. You know what I heard? You know what my big piece of news was today? Which, RIP, this might sound disrespectful. Don't mean it in a disrespectful way. But Lil Tay died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the big piece of news that I heard today. Over, like, Maui being burned to the ground. Yep. Which is, it's sad, but, like, also. Yeah. Man. That's How do they crazy. not, like, send out an alert for that, like, Maui, alert, Maui fucking burned to the ground? Yeah, or, like, how have they not, like, helped those people at all, you know what I mean? Like, how do they not know that was good? It's not like it's a giant fucking piece of land like Texas would be or California. Like, you hear California's on fire, and it's just like, alright, it's a wildfire somewhere out in, like, the hills or the mountains or something. You don't think, like, the whole island, like, it's on an island that can just be decimated off the face of the earth. Yeah, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya, Maui. Gone. That's crazy, dude. That sucks for all those people, man. That's so sad. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. I hope you don't have any money in insurance companies. Short the insurance companies because uh, the natural disasters just keep adding up. Just keep adding up, dude. It's wild. It is wild. Wildfire. Dude, there, apparently, wild, there was wild a, nature. Uh, apparently, there was a um, a big ship that like sunk or went down and killed like twenty people. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't really look into it, but I, I saw that headline pop up. I think it was yesterday. Wow. I typed in boat on Twitter, and the first thing that popped up is boat fight. You're talking about the Alabama. You saw that? Did I didn't see that? see that either. Oh, you got to watch that, dude. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> we watched it in bed the other night. I just pulled it up on because uh, somebody had sent it in like a group or whatever. I pulled it up, and it's just like a four-minute bite of this um, like big like pontoon boat full of like white old white people like pulled up to this dock and park and the security guard like came down and was like hey like we have like this ferry coming in like you can't park here right now and like the people in the pontoon just started like jumping him and attacking him so then like all these innocent bystanders around just like saw this dude getting jumped and all just like sprinted to help him and a giant ball brawl broke out, dude. There were people, like, swimming across the water to get to the dock just to throw hands. There's, like, people <laughs> running down, like, flying down the, the dock, like, aisle or whatever to get down there. And just, like, started this giant brawl. It's, like, all these screenshots of, like, certain points of the fight have been coming out on Twitter. And there's just, like, nah, this is the best one. And there's, like, 
a lady like falling straight back into the water while some dude's just getting like folded and then there's another guy like tripping and like falling into the boat next to him it's so funny dude. so what happened when the ferry got there well it never showed up because like there was this fucking 100 person fight on the boat right or like on the dock he was just it wasn't like about to park they're like yo this ferry's gonna be here or it's like pulled up to the side already but it needs to be like in this spot and i didn't see any of the like that part of it i just heard that's like what caused the fight so i could be i could be wrong i'm just paraphrasing but I definitely saw the fight, and it was hilarious. That's wild. People are crazy, bro. Crazy, dude. Could you imagine just seeing that and being like, why are you Why are you mad? It's just a game. Why do you have to be mad? <laughs> facts. Big facts. Just go park your boat somewhere else. Yeah. You don't have to jump the guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. They jumped this poor man, and then, like, everybody just started running to his defense, and then it was just, like, a fucking 50-person, 100-person brawl on the top. That's wild. Yeah, dude. People don't know how to act. No. There's, like, things that happen that are, like, a lot worse than that that people don't fight about, like, physically throw hands forward. Facts. Facts. Um, so, yeah, now that we talked about the sad things, like the dead people and the fights and the fires. Well, it's good we let up with Jimmy Shredericks. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy <laughs> Shredericks was a good place to start. <laughs> What else we got on the doc? The documentary. The documentary. Uh, we have the women's national team. If you want to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say because I didn't watch any of it, but I saw what happened. So I watched the final game, the second half of the final game. So that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all I know is. <laughs> they actually looked pretty solid. The Sweden keeper like had herself a day. Uh, this girl, there they have this one girl. Isn't Sweden pretty good too? Yeah, they're all right. I mean, they're in the round of sixteen. Like, are, are like, they like the, one of the? Are they one of the favorites or no? I don't know. Now that we're out, I know we were like a pretty clear favorite, but yeah, I think England was actually the favorite going into the round of sixteen. But that makes sense. The so Sweden keeper, not bad. Made some nice saves. I I can't think of this girl's name, but she wears she's like the number ten now. Um, so she's a stud. But keeper was nice. Alex Morgan got subbed off like late. I think it was might have been an extra time or it was like stoppage time of of full time. Um, yeah. for Megan Rapino, and then Megan Rapino proceeded to miss her PK, put it high and wide. Yeah. Not a fan of her. She's like, she just comes off so arrogant, dude. And she, I feel like she hasn't been good for, I don't even know how long. Basically, since the last World Cup. She wasn't like a starter in the last World Cup, was she? I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. I remember in 2015, I think it was, she like balled the fuck out and had like seven goals in a World Cup. Um, and yeah. Then by the next one, I was like, oh, like she's, this is probably her last World Cup. Like she's pretty washed. And then she was in the lineup for the, or she was on the team for this one. I'm like, what? How, how old is this? Yeah. And then like, I saw why? a video of her, like, some kid asking for her to sign a ball. And they're at, like, some award show or whatever. And she, like, does, doesn't look this kid in the eye. Like, takes the ball, quickly signs it. Like, says hello to someone else walking by, like, a, another famous person. Still without looking this kid once in the eye and just, like, hands it off to him and, like, looks at her phone. And I'm like, bro, you gotta be, like, 
a huge piece of fucking shit if you're just not going to acknowledge like one of your fans. Like it doesn't matter how famous yeah. or old you are. Like I get not wanting to do it, but like be respectful. And bro, like with your titties too. all the way out, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that that's too. not fair because. A lot of the girls have their titties out, but the girls have their titties out in dresses. Hers was just in a jacket, but it was, like, crazy. Like, you, I don't know. She was showing a lot of skin, I felt like. I don't know, that was, like, a deep cleavage, I guess. Yeah, and it was just, like, her mannerism. I mean, she just came off yeah. as, like, ungrateful to have fans or whatever, and I was just like... Yeah, just, you're... like, didn't care. Like, she was too big to have someone that, like, wanted her to sign something that they would cherish forever. Yeah, it's not like they're or, doing this for money, dude. I'm sure, like, a Megan Rapinoe signed fucking soccer ball is not going for that much money on eBay right now. Yeah, I doubt it. You don't even have a certificate of authentic... Of authentic... Authentic... Authenticity. <laughs> authenticity. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... But, I mean, like... Now he's probably just gonna be like... Yeah, I don't care. She was kind of a bitch to me. She was kind of mean. Yeah, someone I saw someone was like, "Yep, per- this is like the prime example of don't meet your heroes." <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're good but, ones. Unless they're good ones, yeah. Unless you know like what you're what you're getting. But I've heard that a lot about a lot of celebrities. Like Jonah Hill's kind of a douche. I mean, these are all literally could be rumors. I'm not saying this as like this is my opinion, but yeah, just from what I see online. Um, but yeah. I also wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, maybe I would have if I was younger, like 14, 15, and I saw, like, Derek Jeter or something. I would have been like, dude, are But, like, now that I'm, like, low-key a grown man, like, asking another person for their autograph would just feel, like, awkward to me. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'll just get it on auction if I want it that bad, you know what I mean? Unless I'm doing yeah, it for, like, true. a kid. Like, if I have a kid, and be like, hey, can you, will you sign this for my oh, kid? True. Be like, hey, dude, will you sign my jersey? I'm 35. I want your signature on my back. <laughs> Thanks. How did we get here? Um, oh, Megan Rapino and the U.S. women's team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I actually saw this clip of uh, Carly Lloyd. Shout out, Carly. She's a South Jersey. Uh, what do you call those? She's from here. She's from South Jersey. She's a beast. I like her and Julie Ertz and uh, Alex yeah. Morgan are my three favorite. Factual, me too. Um, she was on with Alexi Lawless, and she he was like, so like, what's like, what did you see like wrong with this team or like in the past, blah blah. blah. And he was, she was like, honestly, it was like a respect thing, like, you know, people just like, like when I went there, everyone was like so humble and kind, and like, you know, lo- like said hello to everybody, like ca- like respected everybody's time and stuff like that, like from from top to bottom. And she's like, and then I go there now, and people are just like expecting somebody else to pick up their water bottles like leaving pennies on the ground for somebody else to get like people are signing up for their massages and stuff and then they're just not showing up and like not texting them to be like hey i'm running late or like hey i'm not gonna make it today just straight up like just leaving them hanging and just like you know there's like some arrogance she didn't say this she said everything prior but now i'm gonna paraphrase but it's like she's saying like you know there's some arrogance there like yeah, I mean, they got that. Do you think it's because they got that bag? Not I think got, so. Like, Dude, so paid. I thought about this. Right, their whole thing was like equal pay, whatever, equal play, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're like, we've always been so good for so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, we always do so much better than the men. 
we both finished the group stage of the World Cup with, uh, I think, five points, one win, two draws. Um, yeah. And then we both got knocked out in the round of 16. But the men's team made a shit ton more money. Yep. I mean, that's just included in, like, viewership, I feel like, dude. Like, yeah. you could say, yeah, like, even merchandise and stuff, but, like, the viewership alone is just going to make you more money. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking is, like, they probably get paid a lot more professionally, too, so at that point, it's like... What, the men? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. On the one hand, it's like, I've earned this money, I should be able to keep it, like, I shouldn't have to give half of it to somebody who didn't do anything for this. Um, But, on the other hand, it's like, you're also I could just probably let it go. It doesn't really club. matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get that a lot with professional athletes, I feel like, especially with, like, I don't know, off-season. Like, I mean, the Saquon, the Saquon situation is fucked because, like, everybody in that position he's in is getting fucked because they're not yeah. like, viewed as super valuable compared to, like, other positions. But, like, when you get, like, Ronaldo, like, not going somewhere, not signing a contract, or wanting, like, 10 more million dollars it's like at what point do you just not need all this money you know what i mean yeah like like if the yankees were to sign like me to like a 10-year deal and they offered me like 200 million dollars i know that i would be like i'm probably worth more if i'm like a superstar in this game but like 200 million dollars is still 200 million dollars and i'm playing like my i'm doing my dream basically like all those people are playing like they're what they wanted to do in like pretty much for the most part yeah facts like you don't just like accidentally become a fucking professional athlete like like i i I pretty much accidentally started doing marketing for like technology uh software that wasn't like my dream but all those people are playing their dream life and getting paid millions of dollars and it's like i don't i'll never understand the people that will battle for like an extra two or five million dollars on a contract you know what is crazy the people that battle for their dream life also make the most money. Yeah, because they're the best at what they do. Facts. Because that's the only way that you can make money is if you're the best. Exactly. Although, I saw this TikTok today of this guy who had, like, this self-lawnmower. It would just, like, mow his lawn for him. It said yeah. it was, like, 600 bucks. But he, he just, like, got an attachment for it to live stream his TikTok and put it on the fucking thing and he named it like Billy or something like that and would just live stream this fucking robot cutting his lawn and he made like two grand in four days just doing that dude people would view his live and be like oh here's a $30 gift here's this gift they just send him fucking gifts on TikTok and that's all it is he's not doing anything he's like he literally said in the video he's like dude I'm in my house like working on my house and doing the projects that I want to do on while this thing is just live streaming my lawn getting mode making me money like how is it that easy for some people dude that's awesome I don't get it yeah it's like the easiest fucking stream of income maybe of all time you just had to Facts. invest like $600 and you have to have a lawn gotta have a lawn I have a lawn I don't but maybe I'll get a Roomba I'll just like live stream my Roomba riding around the top and bottom floor of my house i don't know see that's the thing i don't know if i want to be just like live streaming definitely not in my house just like hey everyone check out here's everything i own ever yep here's my entire <laughs> house and then also come i got i got a sister page it's the it's the 
mower outside. So here I am. <laughs> yeah. Here, look. Here's my address. Let me just. Here's my everything that I got outside. Floor, like third. This is what the down. this is what the backyard looks like. Check it yeah. out. Here's all the windows. Get yourself some yeah. entry points. That's a very good point. Here's my gym. Take all that. But if someone said I could make two thousand dollars a week just doing that, I would consider it. I'd consider I would, it. I would weigh my risks. Yep. That's good money. Good money, dude. That's more than I make now. I'm not making two thousand dollars a week. Yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, this you told me this fucking self-mowing robot is making more money than me with the <laughs> a lawnmower makes more money than I do, dude. <laughs> oh, 2000 a week. I'm probably not making 2000 a week either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 2000 a week. I don't know. Like, I don't really, really even look. I I have looked and I know I'm not making I would know if I was making 2000 a week. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. What else? Uh, I don't know how we got here again, but... That's fine. Uh, the Union are going to the round of eight in the League's Cup. They just beat the Red Bull 4-3 on penalties. It was 1-1 at the end of full time. Ooh, Only 90 minutes, game. though. No extra time. Oh, really? That's weird. That is weird. Um, they do extra time. I don't know. Um, But that's how they do it. They play Querataro on Friday. These games are quick, dude. They're coming quick. And uh, if they win, who and they beat this team 5-1 in the group stage. So if they win, they'll play host to Miami or Charlotte on next Tuesday. If it's Miami, you're going to go? I'm going to try my hardest to get tickets. As soon as they, I'm going to try to be like, as soon as they go up, try to get them. Yeah. Yeah, try to I mean, get a four pack. You don't even need to have good seats. You can have the worst seat in the stadium, and it's still going to be. Yep. And here's the go. thing: if I get if I can get them on their site, it's going to be way cheaper than getting them on resale. Right. Right. Because they they stay at like a like there's like they have like a very standard rate for all their matches. Yeah. That would be awesome, dude. If you got to see Messi live. Yeah. Yeah. So so Miami needs to win their game, and you guys need to win. Yep. Miami's playing Charlotte. Charlotte's a good team. I was, gonna, but yeah, I mean, they're not. They're not messy. Busquets, <laughs> yeah. Jordi Alba. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Maggie asked me if I wanted cheese on my salmon burger. Heck yeah, dude! I'll get some I cheese. Said, no shot, dude. On salmon? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> what are you gonna cheese, put on just it? Just process American cheese on a salmon burger. I don't know. I've never had a salmon burger before, but. She was like, I feel like it'd be good I... with like a tartar sauce, yeah, or like... like teriyaki sauce or soy sauce or something. Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, but she was like, "Hey, like right before I got on the pod, she was like, I'm not gonna be able to wait for dinner. Can I just like make one and bring bring you up one?'" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. I'll munch out while I bullshit with Kenny." Hell yeah, I love bullshit. Hell yeah, dude. We had uh, we had chicken thighs and chicken legs today. Chicken thighs and chicken legs. But it's no like a lot. Legs. It's like a, a leg and a thigh. They're connected. It's like the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, you spice them up with? What you do them on the grill? I spice mine up with a citrus garlic herb. Ooh. It has like a little bit of a kick to it too. It's like yeah, a Cajun, spicy Cajun type stuff. deal. We um, have, and I, I did just like lime something, but it's basically the same. Yeah, I did Lex's with lemon pepper because she doesn't like the spicy Cajun because it's too spicy. Lemon pepper is still good too. Yeah, dude, Lex puts lemon pepper on everything. Sometimes she dips her steak in lemon pepper. Um, yeah, last Sunday when Maggie's mom and aunt were here, I made Maggie found these awesome cuts of steak at the uh, store, and she made mashed potatoes and um, green beans. So I made the steaks and I did them with like a lime, like a Cajun lime seasoning, and I let it like mm. marinate for like three hours, dude. Honestly, it might be the best steak I've ever made. It was bang ever. Dude. Ever, I make some good steaks too. Like that's like the one thing I can actually cook pretty well. Um, this I made some so horrendous good, burgers the other day. Oof, like burnt. Yeah, dude, it was so hot out. It's <laughs> been so hot out. I like can't. Um, it's like it's like so hot to lift the fucking lid. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been bringing the of glove out there, which is amazing, dude. I love the of glove. The of glove. Yeah, it's like a it's like a oven mitt glove. And then it's, oh, like, it's like, it has all, all grippies on it. Yeah, dude, it's nice. Oh, it's nice. shit, it's dude. It's like, it low-key looks like the hamburger helper, helper dude. <laughs> the white glove? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it's got blue grippy lines through it. It's money. It's got Best the grippy? Thing ever. Dude, we had one from when we moved in. I guess we had one. Somebody got us one or something. Maybe we bought it. I don't know. But um, lost it. Don't know how. How do you lose one of those? Don't know. Yeah, but now we got to go back to like oven like potholders and oh, stuff. Oh, dude, they and, suck, like, dude. They have a casual oven mitt sucks. Whoever invented that was just like, yeah, dude, why don't we just make like a a mitt, like a mitten, but for ovens, so people. But then have also no there's like the other one anything. that's like we have ones that are just like a rectangle, and then you like oh yeah, have, those like, kind of suck like, too. A little sleeve and you slide, slide your out. hand into it. Oh, so you, we don't got that shit. We don't got the sleeves yeah. on. I mean, ours. we grew we just up with rectangle. just. I grew up with just like the OG rectangle. Yeah, those were always scary. Which isn't you bad. Have some but crazy dude, forearm strength to lift a thing of like mac and cheese out with that. The of glove is nice. Yeah. Yeah, we we lost it and I missed it so bad, and we ordered a two pack of them off Amazon. I might have to look into that. They're amazing. I love the of glove, dude. We have like the ones that just like. They look like the little Pac-Man thing that go on your fingers. Oh yeah, bad, I don't like those. Like, I don't no, like. Those. I want to get. I want to be able to get my whole hand under that bitch without. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking to an up glove, maybe a two pack. Maybe a two pack. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so I was cooking on the grill the other day, and I had the flame literally on low, like as low as it can go, and I had a couple burgers on there, and the the fucking temperature thermometer guy on there said it was i was like over 550 and i was like oh my goodness and then yeah because it was so hot out and then i went inside and then lex started talking to me about vaccines for the baby and i was like this is not a good time to walk out but i kind of got you know some burgers burning out there (laughs) so i just so i stood there and we talked about it and then i was like dude these things are shot (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) (laughs) i didn't have anything else like defrosted to cook so yeah (laughs) Oh man! Or were they burgers from like the fresh market, or just like some frozen burgers you got? Uh, nope. They were. It was ground beef from from no, the farm like that, where we you get it from. Them up yourself. Yep. Yeah. You like a thin burger or a fat, juicy one? Um, 
I usually make them fat and juicy because, well, no, I like them thin. Yeah. Finish. I, I honestly, I like it somewhere in between. I don't like them like a McDonald's patty. Like, that's too thin. Yeah. Like, too thin. Right here. Right here, too thin. Right I'd here? Say Mc... Too oh, thick. That's a fatty dude. Oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> right, right here? Money. Like, this is like the money that's shot the right here. That's sweet spot, dude. Yeah. I agree. They're low-key kind of hard to get in that, like, in that shape, it though, is. if you make them. Because they break off and, like, they don't stay They connected. break off and when you cook it, it rises, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of have to, like, you know, flatten it out more Punch when you put it down. on. And then it'll kind of, it kind of, like, comes in and goes up when it cooks. Yeah. Facts. I made, I made a good do, one the other day. You ever do them, like, cheese stuffed or bacon stuffed burgers? I have. Now, especially when I had the uh, the habanero cheese from the farm, oh, yes. from the farmers market, dude. I it was oh. literally too hot for me to eat by myself. Like even a little bit was fucking so ridiculous. Um, so I I would just like take little pieces of it and like put it into my like burger. You got to get like a um, one of those like what are they called? The fucking things people inject people with a syringe. syringe? Yeah, you got to get like a burger syringe. I'm pretty sure they make those. You fill them with sauce and you can fucking like. Syringe your burgers. I don't want sauce in my burgers, though. Not like but sauce. I'll, do, I'll like, do some cheese. If you, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like I don't want to melt the cheese. cheese. I, I want the cheese to be. I want the cheese to be in pieces, and I want it to melt when I cook the burger. Oh yeah, you'd have to get like a BB gun or something. <laughs> just like, <blow> <laughs> like a pea shooter. <laughs> a pea shooter for cheese. <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? Come on That'd over for awesome. burger night. I got this fucking masterpiece <laughs> of a recipe. He's over there like with a oh, blow dart. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing it as a blow dart, dude. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just what are you doing, dude? I'm fucking stuffing your burgers with cheese. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> Oh, Probably man. looks like you're stuffing burgers with cheese, but more like <laughs> shooting burgers with cheese. Yeah. I'm shooting up. What are you doing, asshole? <laughs> That's like the ultimate dad move. I don't think it gets any more dad than that when you're like that serious about your your burgers, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got this gun in the garage, dude. Oh, really? Like a fifty cal? Is it a twelve gauge? No, dude. It's a pea shooter for cheese. <laughs> it's a potato burgers. shooter. <laughs> and I put fat blocks of cheese into it. <laughs> and I stand over the grill and just pound my burgers with this potato gun. Uh, with cheese, Mr. Squidward. With cheese. Uh, it'd be cool if you had that. like a... Uh... Cool Alright, I had an idea. Right. So my mom has this thing that she makes Christmas cookies with, right? She like makes the dough, she stuffs the, the dough into this thing. It looks like a fucking she use her she use her gun. <laughs> it looks it's like a gun, dude. It's like an electric thing, right? It has like a trigger it has like a trigger on the bottom and then like it has a tube, right? And then you stuff it with like dough and then you pull the trigger and you have like a Christmas tree like metal piece, right? So when you squeeze the gun and it gets pushed out, it pushes out like a, a Christmas tree. Yeah. And you go and you, like you know, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like so we would do gun. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a hundred p, hundred p. Um, they're my favorite. The little green trees. That's my favorite, dude. Favorite, favorite to, cookie. Uh, bar I had hunt. to emphasize the caulk in that. Like a cock <laughs> <Yeah>. gun, dude. <laughs> it's a cock gun. It's just little dick that's out. Too, that's, too, that's how I splurge it out. 
uh, anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Your mom's cock. Gun. Oh, okay. So what if you had one of those, but at the bottom was like a cheese grater, John, and you stuffed it with cheese, and you could just like grate cheese like that. Grate cheese that way, and like fresh. You like smart. have like a parm gun and just. Some parm this on gun's the... for parm. This gun's for habanero. This gun's for pepper jack. And this is you got chat. that Havarti thing on you. Yeah, dude, that's in the back. You got that that's in the safe. Oh man, that that might be work. That might work. That'd be dope. Yeah. Does it exist? Cheese grater gun. Um, is that what you call? Gun. Search it. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way this exists. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, wait, what? Yo. Share so, your screen. I want to so... see what you're looking at. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me let me get this bad boy up here. This this is gonna be great. Um. Okay. Oh, the anticipation is. Do you see this right here? Eight best cheese graters. I look like cheese grater gone. Eight best cheese. Oh fuck, that's not what I wanted to do. Eight best cheese graters. Six best. The best cheese graters. Six best cheese graters. PSA AK forty seven GF three Forge classic rifle with cheese grater upper What? Click on that. I need to see that. Cheese grater upper hand guard. I need to see what this is. Where, that's a cheese grater? There's no way. You have to be 18 to buy... No, that's gotta be a gun, right? Yeah, it is a gun, dude. That's a real gun? Yeah. Thanks. You can get Look it from the Palmetto grater. State Army. It's probably in South Carolina. Yeah, that makes sense. You want, Should I buy one? For 900 bucks? You could. What? I don't get the cheese grater part, though. It's the hand guard. What's that mean? I don't know. Show me the show me the cheese. Point it out to me. <laughs> that thing shoots habanero like no tomorrow. <laughs> this one's got the cheese too. But I don't get it. Are we gonna be able to show this on YouTube? <laughs> I don't know. Can we show this? <laughs> Immediately switches to cheese graters. <laughs> oh, I like the little twisty one. That one's nice. I could just like not add this. Uh, I won't add this screen share to the to the doc when I when I do it. It'll just be us. We've just been looking at cheese graters this whole time. Sorry, guys. Showing everyone your league safe. <laughs> 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 That's cool. For the two people that watch the YouTube version of this episode. <laughs> Look at how many fucking leagues oh, this kid's dude, in. <laughs> we get zero views on YouTube. Yeah, I figured as much. Literally zero. The two views that show up is probably just like you or me like clicking on it to see if it's uploaded. <laughs> yep. No, yeah, no, it usually says zero. But if there's one, it's because I clicked on it to see if it went up. Back in the day, you could just like load your views up by refreshing your page. Back in like old school YouTube. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why get one when you can get twenty <laughs> in fucking thirty-five seconds? I miss old YouTube, man. It used to be so good. 
What's wrong with new YouTube? It's just so, so saturated with everything, dude. Like, there's just too much to watch. Like, you can watch a hundred different people on the same topic. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, old YouTube was, like, you kind of knew, like, all the videos you were going to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, if I search blah, 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 I know, but I, like, I kind of know a bunch of the popular videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I do, I will say, now, it's the perfect resource to figure out how to do something. Because there's going to be a situation that everybody's encountered at least once and made a YouTube video about it. And yeah. You can be so specific about that shit, too. Like, when I was fixing my alternator, I was like, how to change 2016 Toyota Corolla Sport X or whatever, like, my car yeah. is. Um, alternator, and it was like, I found like three or four videos, it was like, this is what you need, this is how you do it, this is what I did. <laughs> Basically how I learned how to fix it, dude. Did you watch multiple of them to see how different people did it? Yeah, because Maggie's dad sent me a few, so I was like, alright, and he's like a car guy, so I was like, alright, if, if he's sending me this one, it's probably pretty good. Yeah, it's good looks. But yeah, old YouTube was like, you know pretty much all the viral videos, you know what you're gonna get. You know all the famous people on YouTube. Because there's only like seven or eight of them at that point. I like to watch... I just watch like extreme sports things and like NFL's biggest hits. Oh, dude. (laughs) NFL's biggest hits compilations I still watch. (laughs) I'm not even lying, dude. They're so good. There's one that has Brian Dawkins in, like, half the video, and it's just like, yes, I miss this, dude. And then there's one of, uh, I forget his name, but what, the Reggie Bush hit? Always in the best. Like, if oh, Reggie yeah, Bush yeah, hit yeah, is, yeah. In, is in that compilation, it's a good compilation, dude. The Reggie Bush hit is probably one of the best Eagles hits, but my Ever. favorite is Brian Dawkins when he fucking, like, folded Algie Crumpler in half. Just because Crumpler's so big, dude, and he, when he literally... was coming over the middle? Yeah, yeah. He, like called a yep. pass, took two steps, and Brian Dawkins was just like, "All right, shoulder pad, mm-hmm. meat, gut," yep. and called a day. And Crumpler was just like, "Dude," and like he's a huge mother trucker running full speed, dude. My man turned into a seat. Yeah, <laughs> just said <laughs> face meat feet, dude. Like, what's the one? I think it's Champ Bailey from the Broncos on somebody who it's like a, I don't know if it was it might have been a keep a keep to leave. But there's somebody who was running a go route, like, down the sideline. And it was before, like, all of, like, the new rules of, like, hitting in football. Yeah. And the ball, like, hit his fingertips as he was getting hit, like, out of bounds. And my man just got leveled, dude. Like, Swallowed. helmet to helmet. Like, legal hit at the time. Just yeah. Just absolutely leveled. Dude, for- I almost just said Fortnite. Football used to be so brutal compared to what it is now. Even, like. I know. I know. Ten years ago, dude. Yeah, dude, it's nothing. And like, it changed so fast. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Like, you would probably get suspended for some of those hits in that compilation now. A hundred percent. One hundred percent, dude. Oh my god, are you kidding me? One hundred percent. You pick somebody up off their feet and slam them into the ground, and you might get suspended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was just like, ah, oh, good hit back then. Right, right. Took ten years off some some guy's life because he just whacked his brain off the fucking. Yeah, turf. we loved it. We loved yeah. it. Yeah, and we, everybody in this just. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Dude, that's got to that's got to be an amazing feeling, though. 
Oh yeah. You I drop did. somebody and you just have an entire crowd screaming your name because you Dude, laid this oh, man out. This doesn't even come close. But in seventh and eighth grade football, like modified football, we had this thing called the fifth quarter where all the kids that like didn't get to play a lot during the actual game would go in and play. I was one of those kids because I was so small at the time. <laughs> so I would just get thrown up at free safety. And obviously, like, the team you're playing, they're also doing fifth quarter. Like, those kids aren't any right. good, right? Right. But I knew I was like, all right, like, I'm better than these kids that I'm playing. Like, I I, I play backyard yeah. football. Like, I mean, I'm still going to, like, you know what I mean, go out here and just fucking demolish somebody. Dude, I shit you not. They they ran, like, a uh, like a pitch left or something. And this dude's running down the sideline. And at the time... Like I was probably like five foot nine. This kid was had to be like five two, tiny dude, like borderline small person. Breaks a corner, comes down the sideline, and I was like, "This kid is small enough for me to level, dude." And I just like like <laughs> screaming at this kid, and just like literally didn't even wrap him. I just dropped my shoulder and flew into him, speared this kid basically, dude, like into our bench. And I get up, and it was like the fifth quarter, but like all my boys on the sideline were like. <gasps> like screaming <laughs> like the Bags. score didn't matter but i just leveled this kid and i was like i i hit him so hard it hurt me but i like didn't give a fuck dude i stood up no, and my can't. head was ringing but i was like let's fucking go in like the fifth quarter of a football game yeah dude <laughs> didn't mean shit but it was so good dude <gasps> yeah dude and then think about that think about it, like okay now you do that for your entire life yeah, I did that once, and I was like, I'm playing soccer next year. <laughs> you do that for your entire life, and then at the highest level, where, like, you're bashing heads at, like, mm-hmm. the hardest maximum impact. That's yeah, the dude. NFL. That's NFL Unbelievable. athletes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's almost wild how long it took us to realize, like, CTE was a thing. Yeah, I've, I'm going to put my money on have CTE. I do. You? Yeah. Yeah? You think so? Yeah, I low-key, I, nah, yeah, no. Do you always hear a ringing in your head 24-7? Because I feel like that's the biggest sign. Not 24-7, but, like, a good amount of time. Sometimes I'll even be like, yo, Maggie, do you hear that? And it's like this ringing sound. She'll be like, nah, dude. It happens a lot when I'm in bed. Lex will be like, yo, Kenny, do you hear that? And I'm like, no, I can't hear anything over the ringing in my ears. (laughs) Yeah, that's a sign. <laughs> um, we were outside yesterday, and she was like, "Can we go in?" Like, I don't want to listen to these bugs like buzzing in my ears anymore. And I was like, "Oh, I literally bugs, couldn't hear what it. bugs." I was, I was like, "I literally couldn't hear them over the ringing in my ears." That's all I could hear. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that sounds not great. We'll get, we'll uh, we'll persevere. There's really nothing to do for it. So, I mean, at yeah. this point. I wonder why why that is, like, why you hear that ringing. Like, what causes that? I mean, I know what causes it, but... Like, is that an actual sound, or is that our brain just telling us we're fucked? It might just be our brains telling us that we're fucked. Yeah. Um, just I real quick. Completely, complete 180. Okay. But, uh, I took one bite of the salmon burger, and it's fucking fantastic. Good, good. No cheese? First bite, first, no cheese. I just got a little um, Chick-fil-A sweetened or spicy sriracha sauce. Because I always, I always save like the extra sauces that I don't use. Facts. So I put that and Maggie put some um, onions on it and these little like, potato wedges. First bite, review, dude. Only one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Amazing. Big fan. Wow. 10 out of 10 would recommend. 
Well, give it a perfect score. The first perfect score ever. <laughs> the per- first perfect score of anything ever. This salmon burger right now. Except for some uh, like gym- gymnasts. Like, they get a lot of like tens across the board. Do the they? good ones. Yeah, all the time. What constitutes like a perfect you do this routine. right, you do that right, you do this right, you Everything do something right spectacular, like you fall down. and then you don't get any negatives. No negative points, only I positive that makes points sense and a for, shit like, ton ice skating, too. And then you do a McTwist. <laughs> At McDonald's? Yeah, you get to... That's the dance move you do when you find out their ice cream machine's not broken. Facts. Do the McTwist. Um, I, you said Chick-fil-A, I have bad news. Well, I guess it's bad news to me. Oh, okay. Ooh, don't scare me like that, dude. Um, Chick-fil-A is allegedly using lab-grown meat, like, in their stores. Or, I guess, who, restaurants. Who are, these, who are these allegations from? Um, it was, it started at TikTok, but then Lex did research, and she was like, no, it seems legit. And apparently, uh, Wendy's and Burger King are also doing it. Well, McDonald's has been doing it for 20 years now, so if I'm still here, then I'm good. I literally, I was Tell like, me that shit's not fake meat. There's no way that's real meat. Anything. I said McDonald's. the same thing about Taco Bell. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm it. not convinced that Taco Bell's beef is actually, <laughs> has <laughs> any meat in it. <laughs> yeah, it might actually not be meat. Honestly. But. You put enough, like, uh, spices and flavoring on uh, you can make anything taste like anything. Facts. I'm probably good though on 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 the lab grown meat. Yeah, but why the fuck did it have to be Chick Fil A, dude? I know they're supposed to be the good ones. You know, you know who I think is like the dark horse in this race? Raisin Cane. Um, no, you're gonna agree with me when I say it though. Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, dude. Popeyes is getting like Popeyes is pretty greasy. That's the thing. It Chick-fil-A, is, but it's like, always gonna be real. They're too southern down in Louisiana to be like. Oh, you know I what think I mean? okay, yeah, I think that's fair. But Popeyes is always going to be like greasy and here for a good time, not, not a long time type of food. <laughs> but if I if I eat Chick Fil A, I don't have to feel like shit afterwards all the time. I'm I mostly do to be honest. Yeah, I mostly do too. So I guess that's not true. I think I just feel more like shit when I eat Popeyes. But they do have, like, this new, like, blackened chicken that's supposed to be pretty good and, like, not terrible for you because it's not fried. So I'm kind of interested in that. Um, you know what's one restaurant, which I guess is fast food, but not, like, to the level of, like, Chick-fil-A Popeyes that always makes me feel like garbage after I eat it? It's Hit Chipotle. Me. Yeah, I'm probably good on I Chipotle, too, too. Their food is good, though, like, and it's better for you. Like, I know a lot of, uh, when I was, like, in the gym the first half of the year, I was looking up, like, diets and stuff that weren't, like, super strict. And a lot of the people yeah. that were training were, like, Chipotle is, like, a good go-to, like, if you want fast food or you want to have, like, a cheat day or whatever. Like, Chipotle is a good go-get, yeah. like, a bowl with your proteins and, like, um... A lot of calories. Stuff, yeah, a lot of calories, like, out of one bowl. Like, And I know Reed was doing that for a while, too, so I was like, alright. But every yeah. time I eat it, dude, I have, like, the worst ajuda. I feel like I'm about to, like, explode. And I, it's like yeah. almost like I need a nap after each Chipotle. Facts, dude. Lex ordered a sushi burrito today for lunch. What's that? In like? Le- 
it looked amazing. I didn't have any of it, but it looked amazing. Where'd I'm gonna have get to get one from? soon. Uh, I think it was just like some place around here called like Okamai or Okamaki or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. She DoorDash it or something? DoorDash, yeah, DoorDash. Probably just type in sushi wow. burrito, you can find it. I'm sure someone in, in Wilmington's doing sushi burritos. That sounds right up my alley, dude. Yeah, it looked banging. It was like instead of like a tortilla wrap, it's seaweed. And just sushi stuffed inside of it? Like, um, this one had like rice, sushi, some other stuff. I don't know. But it looked it looked fire flames. She said it was good. Wow. That might be a uh oh, dude. So my tea time on Saturday is at 7 a.m. I'm playing 7.50 tomorrow. Yeah, but I have to drive for an hour and a half to make a 7 a.m. tea time. I'm trying to be there like 20 minutes early. I'm going to have to wake up at like 4.30 on, on Saturday morning. Yeah, I'm not definitely not waking up that early tomorrow. Where are you playing at? Uh, Ramblewood, which is another Ron Jaworski course. Like a, he owns Valley Brook as well. Have you played there before? I haven't, but it's like 20 minutes from my house, but I've never played it before. Mm. It's cool because when you play a new course, you can, like, add it to your 18 birdie shit so you can see, like, all the courses you've played. Hmm. I'm probably going to buy something from there, I guess. Like a hat or something? No, probably not that expensive. Maybe, like, a ball or a ball marker. Yeah, that's cool, especially if it's a course you know you're, like, not going to play that much. Might as well while you're there, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's close to me, and if it's not bad, maybe I'll go there more. But, like, when I play by myself, I don't, like, I, I play cheap courses. Oh, you're just playing one... by yourself? No, 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 I'm not. That's what I mean. Like, I'm playing mm. with um Alex and Owen. We were talking about this the other day, but you and I just have got to be better. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah, just simply need to be better. We'll see. Hopefully, I swing them out tomorrow. You said you, uh, you said in the group chat you were gonna have everybody or everyone needs to tune in because you were gonna talk about your round. I don't remember what it was though. Was I don't that... remember either. This oh was... my! So this past week, I shot. I think I shot a one o two, but I played from the tits. Mm, that's right. So. So we get there, right, and it's me, Owen, Alex, and one of Alex's boys that he used to work with, I guess. And I go and I get checked in, and then I grab to the cart, and he comes over and he's like, yo, what's up, man? You're playing with us, right? Blah, blah, blah. Introduces himself, like, cool dude. Gives me a ball marker. He's like, here you go. Like, he was wearing the same thing on his hat. So it must be like his company or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, cool, cool, thanks. Um, And then we get up to the ranger or the starter, and then he's like, yeah. And they're like, all right, like, what are you guys going to play from? And he was like, well, I'm playing from the tips, or I'm playing from the blue, or whatever. And then Alex was like, yeah, I, I'm going to do that too. And then Owen was like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. And then I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to not be, be bad. Like, one. if I'm bad, I'm going to be bad regardless, and I'll just fucking drop with Owen and keep it moving and, like, respect the pace of the game and, like, respect the sport. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but a one, so, 102 from the tips is not bad at all, dude. No, and I, and I honestly hit him pretty well. Um. I mean, just, like, you know, not a great day overall. Too many double bogeys. But, like, I, I honestly did hit him well. But, so we get to, we get, so this guy that we're playing with, Jeff, literally went to AC, left his house, like, 3 in the morning, went to AC before our round. 
He left his house at three in the morning to come play golf. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That's... No. To go gamble in AC and then drove to play to the golf course to play oh golf. My God. And he was drinking. He was drinking in AC and then just kept drinking when he was there. It was like a BYOB course, like on the first half. So he like brought his own shit, and um, he's drinking the whole time. He's got a good little buzz going, and he shot like plus one or plus two on the front. Oh my god. <laughs> he was so good. And then he's like, all right, let's like make this a little fun. He's like, we're going to put money on the back here. Like, you know, me and Kenny, like are on a team and, you know, Alex and Owen are on a team, blah, blah, blah. And so the way we played was like, I shoot my ball. He shoots his ball. We all shoot our own ball. And basically the lower score wins. Right. It's so, like, we take my best. They take their best. Whoever has the lower, like w- wins that hole. Um, and then like birdies are $5. Um, if you go up and down from the bunker, it's a, it's a dollar. And if you, um, I think if you hit the green and birdie on a par three, it's, uh, like an extra dollar on top of birdie. So you probably won the bowl, won the hole. That's kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah. It was mad fun, dude. And we hopped up. So we hopped up on uh, this one par three and, you know, Everybody hits. He's the last one up there, and then he's like, "Damn!" He was like, "I didn't, I didn't want this club. This isn't the club that I want to hit here." And it's long. It's like two hundred yards with water and like a lot of bunkers, like a lot of water. It was like almost yeah. an island where the, the water, like, if you you went like straight out, and then the hole like went to the right, and it's all water in there, right? And so it's yeah. like, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't want this club." And he was like, "I guess I just hit like a little cut." He aims <laughs> like. Nowhere near the, the fucking hole hits this fucking perfect little cut shot, and he ended up hitting the bunker short of the green. But like, you're telling me this dude just was like, "This is not the club I won." Gonna hit a cut and just like you know try to drop it on there. Cuts it that much, and probably like the wind just held it up, and he basically fell like ten feet further, and that's a perfect shot. <laughs> I wish right, you I know had what that I mean. I was like, that's dude. just ridiculous, dude. Like yeah. you just like, damn. Let me just do something else and do it perfectly. I can't. I can't even do that with anything. Like I can't be like, all right, I'm gonna fade this or I'm gonna cut it. I mean, I can try and it might work out, but I can't do that on command. You know what I mean? I can like keep. I know how to keep balls low. You know, you just put them yeah. back in your stance. It's, but like yeah, that and just don't swing through it fully. Like, well, also like sometimes if I'm hitting iron shots and I'm like on like the not in the fairway, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if I'm in a spot where maybe I'm on the rough, but I have like like trees or something, I need to like kind of be around. I'll like sometimes just you know turn my club face and try to play like a hook or fade either way you know what i mean yeah yeah to just try to get to the hole and honestly it works honestly the hook works pretty well like if i just turn my club face in and then swing it like regular the the hook usually honestly works pretty good the fade's a lot tougher because it's so much easier to just completely shank it yeah right and when you're doing the the uh cut you can just literally like you said close your club face and swing normally Oh, yeah, and it do, looks kind of normal when it's coming through, but like when your face is open like that coming through, like it kind of just like looks weird yeah. when you're getting it. When like you're coming there, it just kind of throws you off a little bit in your psyche. Yeah, I feel that, dude. There was uh, one hole that we played last weekend. It was a par five, and after your tee shot, there was either there was probably like two hundred and ten yards to the green, but like probably twenty feet in front of the green was a little creek that went across the the fairway. So it's like tough decision if you want to lay up or go for it. Facts. Jake and I, um, we had same drives. Like we hit them pretty well, like right down the middle. They're like right next to each other. And 
it took we were like dude do we go for it like we're shooting it with our gun we're like sitting there it's like a, the toughest decision we've had to make all day because it's like you could be in the green in two if you hit like a nice shot but like if you don't and you lay up like you're still gonna have to go over the water and all this so jake's like all right dude fuck it i'm gonna go for it and i was like all right bet me too so he steps up to his ball and he's like getting ready and he puts a good swing on it but just chunked it like slightly and we were both just like, oh, fuck. And it was, it ended up being like the perfect layup, dude. Like right before the creek, right Not before bad. the fairway gets long, just sat right there. And he was like, dude, that was the most accidental, perfect layup I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I was like, dude, good miss. That is the, good, the best miss all day, honestly. It was like, now you can just like go up and down for birdie still. Like, yeah. You're in a good spot. And then I stepped up to mine and I cleared, I cleared the water, but I just like pulled it right a little bit ended up in the sand trap um and then i went up and down i think for par or whatever like i parred well, that was one of the holes i parred but the first the front nine was like abysmal dude i couldn't play golf didn't know what i was doing was getting so mad and then literally hit the turn and on nine um i was just like all right i'm just gonna like slow everything down and i played 40 i shot a 44 so i if i did that for yeah not bad on 90 yeah facts but it was just so frustrating to get halfway. Well, that's good, dude. You got like, oh, you got. That's like one down. good nine under your belt. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. That's why. Now that's you just why gotta I was like, do have more consistent good nines. Yeah, that's why I got off the course and I was like, Jake, I'm already down to play next weekend. Like coming off after that nine, like I feel so much better about my game than I was like halfway through the day. You should have asked for a little bit later of a tee time. Yeah. Well, I texted like, hey, Jake maybe after, we could play like, like eight or text. later. Well, we played eight thirty last weekend, and it was fine, dude. Like my coffee shop on my way home is not even gonna, or on my way there is not even gonna be open yet. If yeah. they open at six, I'm gonna be like an hour away by then. I'm throwing off my whole routine by being like, I told Jake honestly, I was like, dude, we're gonna be done by like eleven o'clock. Like, if if I'm in the mood and like you're down, I'd be down to just run it back and play another eighteen. <laughs> Might as well, dude. We still got more than half the day left. You're not wrong, dude. If you can find an afternoon tea time. Yeah. Or like a noonish, like go back like after our round. It's only eleven o'clock, so maybe we'll get like some lunch or something. Yeah, grab a few beers and run it back. Like I would be down. That would be dope. Or maybe even just another nine. Like we might be too tired to do. I'm waking up yeah. at four thirty, play golf for fucking eight hours. But yeah, you might be shot. Yeah, we'll see how I'm feeling. Do you want to talk about the MLB or no? So we're running out of time here, Slim. Uh, I mean, I'll touch on the Yanks real quick. They're just, like, kind of barely alive. Like, a 15% chance to make the playoffs. Aaron Boone had the funniest ejection of all time. Yeah, that was amazing. Awesome, dude. Fuck Laz Diaz. Fuck Angel Hernandez. Yanks suck. Pretty much all I got. Yanks are four and a half out. Yep. I mean, we're playing the White Sox right now, but. If we don't go on like a five or six game streak, we, the good thing is we still have six games against the Blue Jays, and that's who we basically need to catch. So if we can take the series, like if we can get like a four, two, or five, one, we'll be in a much better spot. Sprinkling some wins in between then. But like I've said it before on this podcast, what's making the wild card and getting bounced in the first round going to do for us, honestly, dude? Yeah. The Phils have been looking good, dude. Their bats have been hot. They're uh, plus three in the wild card right now. What's their so total take record it. at right now? 62 and 52. Yeah, it's pretty solid. 
Three games they've been the wildcard is huge at this time of the year. Yeah, the only thing I want to say is um, the Phils fans, they gave Trey Turner a standing ovation like during his first at-bat the other day, and uh, he was in the middle of a slump, and they just like gave him a standing O just because you know we're fucking dope like that sometimes. And um, then after the game, I think he might have had one hit that day, but then after the game, he was like in an interview, and his mom was like, or he was like, the, the reporter was like, oh, no, you're pretty close with your mom. Like, you talked to her a lot. Did she have any feedback on, like, that ovation, blah, blah, blah? And he was like, yeah, I talked to her after the game. Like, she said, like, it made her cry. Um, and I was like, that's pretty dope. And then he took out a billboard that just said, like, thank you, Philly, with, like, a picture of him and, like, all the fans on it. And then he dude. started popping off, dude. Yeah, Yankees fans need to take fucking notes, dude. I get the whole he booing had... thing that we do, but, like, at some point, you know, like, maybe we, we did we that booed with him too. Or... Yeah, right. But the Yankees fans wouldn't do shit like that. Yeah. Um, and it worked, dude. It turned him around. He had two big hits in the Royal series. We ended up winning that series. He had two big hits late in those games. He's got the fucking smoothest slide in all of baseball, too. I think Nick Castellanos might have one of the smoothest swings. No, I said slide. I know what you said. Oh. I can't argue with that. He's got a pretty nice swing. Yeah. It's, it's just very, pretty, like, like, when he cranks one, it's very gang. He's gangster with it, bro. Yeah, but his swing is so calculated, too. Like, it's just but, very, like, mechanical. I think it's just because, like, like perfect, it's so, like, like, mechanically perfect. Big. It reminds yeah. me of, like, David Ortiz, kind of. Like, just, yeah, like. Yeah, A-Rod, dude. A-Rod had yeah. that big, like, fucking. The huge follow-through. Yeah. And just fucking slugging. Yo, no, I don't know if anybody's got more swag than Casty up there at the plate. He's got, like custom arm pad he's got like every like piece of like equipment swag that you could have and they're all matching they're all just like pure white with a gold number eight on it hey he's fucking suited out dude fresh the kid's clean especially when the fed's watching always when the fed's watching yeah i fuck with castellano students just a damn shame every time he hits a home run that there's some sort of tragedy that goes down. <laughs> I know. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um, Tim Anderson suspended six games and Jose Ramirez oh, suspended yeah. three games. That was an awesome <laughs> uh, fight, dude. Dude, that was awesome. I don't even know. Apparently, there was like a bunch of beef like before the game even started. And I don't know what was yeah. said, but apparently Ramirez said that. I guess like Tim Anderson was like, let's Tim fight. Tim a punk, dude. He was like, let's fight. And Jose Ramirez was like, all right, bet. And then Jose Ramirez slept no. him. <laughs> Did you see him walking off the field too, all wobbling and shit? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah. That's that organization is a mess. You see like all the things coming out about players the fucking culture and stuff, yeah. Sleeping in the bullpen and like missing meetings and stuff like that. Like Yeah, it sucks because our boy Zach in Remillard Chicago is on there, the south like, side. trying to make his uh MLB rookie year. Yeah. He had a hit against the Yanks last night, and I was like, that's wild. I never thought Michael Kay would be saying Zach Remillard's name in a game that I'm watching on TV. I know, right? TV. Like, that's pretty cool. All right. NFL. What do you want to talk about? Should we, you want to do our top 10 list? Let's make sure we get that in. All right, but first, the Birds had 50,000, had over 50,000 oh, at practice that. on Sunday. That was nuts, dude. For a practice, dude. I saw something where it was, like, that was more than, like, the entirety of, like, the A's second half of baseball attendance or something like that, like, since the All-Star break. 
oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That It was more than the Phillies had in Philly on Sunday. They had like 43,000 plus. That's wild. Hey, dude. Fucking the Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like even I get this vibe from like their social media team too when I see some of their posts. Like, I feel like they know they got some magic brewing and like they're going to be studs for a minute. Like that's just the vibe it feels like as a, as an Eagles fan right now. Like, yeah, we're in a good place, dude. I know, Bar- but here's barring, the thing: injury. Like, there's not much for us to worry. I about. I just like, I'm like, you know, cautiously optimistic. I guess would be the best way to put it because, like, we were good last year, but like the window is closing, and like I'm worried about like losing Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, which is like down the line and. BG and Fletch and like I think we have good young players behind them but it's still not the same and you gotta yeah. you gotta keep that like level of play up and that's why you give Jalen Hurts the long, the long contract right is because like he has shown himself to be the type of leader that's like all right like look like winning a Super Bowl is like what it's all about whatever we gotta do to win is what we gotta do to win and like you know like that's that's the goal like for the entire season that the entire time that we're here like our goal is to win a Super Bowl and get better every day um and I think like like that's why you give him that kind of money is not only because he's an amazing quarterback. He just had the greatest single quarterback leader. performance in a Super Bowl of all time. But you know, because he's a good leader and he's gonna hold the dudes accountable and shit like that. He's gonna get on yeah. guys when he yeah. needs to. He's gonna have the same effect on this Eagles team that Derek Jeter had on the Yankees, dude. That's I hope a, so. That's the vibe that he gives me like already. Just a, I hope so. Winning is winning at all costs, but also just like the most respectable like like just leader you know comes from a good family like was raised right right dude like that's the vibes that i get from jalen Hurts when i when i think of him very similar like just leadership styles and i agree i agree hey i wouldn't mind having Derek jeter um at quarterback i mean it's just getting lit up by jadavian Clowney (laughs) at like 55 years old um i've seen nothing but sexual highlights at camp though yeah, I haven't seen much, but I've seen a few a few deep balls. Um, I've seen like I think it was BG and Lane going at it, um, and then I saw Jordan Davis and one of our young guards going at it, and like it just looks good, dude. Like it looks like the rush is good, but like they're hold like the offensive lines holding up just as well. Like and those are that's the kind of battle you want to see, right? Yeah, it's kind of wild too because you could see you could look at both sides of the ball on this Eagles team and be like. Pretty, pretty solid. To, it's pretty tough to decide which side of the ball I'm more excited to watch, dude. Because our defense is really good, and it always has been. Like for as long as I've been an Eagles fan, we've always had just a solid yeah. defense, even on our down years. But like, then you look over at the other side of the ball on our offense and the weapons that we have, dude, and just like the different ways that it's definitely more fun. You. It's more fun watching the offense, except sometimes like it'll happen this year. The the defense goes on like three a game like streaks game run where yeah. they're like real turnover happy and like that's when the defense is really fun to watch like when they're like really clicking and they're all in the end zone and fucking bah, yeah, just, yeah posing for the camera that's when that's when the defense can can be more fun to watch but even then dude it's like i kind of just expect the defense to be steady eddie and yeah. like it hurts Ed, when they're Ed, not Eddie. but they're good so much so often like they're a really good team and it's it's kind of nice too because now with the offense that we have, we don't have to like super heavily rely on be- the defense being like a stud week in and week out because like we're gonna have those weeks where our offense goes out and puts up forty points, thirty five points. You know what I mean? 
Dude, like on a bad week, we're going to put up 17-20. When you look at, like, game splits for Eagles players last year for fantasy, like, between the first half and the second half, dude, like, almost all their production came in the first half of games because they were just blowing teams out, mm-hmm. and then they were just chilling in the second half for the most part. If our defense yeah. actually wasn't as good, like, for fantasy, they might be a little bit better. Yeah. If they were, like, pushed to like, have to keep lighting it up, like in the fucking Chiefs-Bills game when they just keep going back and forth. Yeah. 100% dude I do remember that because I remember sometimes there would be our team we'd come out for the second half and we would just like wouldn't look like the same team from the first half and I'm pretty sure we touched about that we talked about that on this podcast a few times where it's like for sure all right like we came out in the first half did what we needed to do but like let's keep it rolling like let's not make any uh big changes or anything just keep playing the same game we'll be good but then our Back. offense would put up like three points in the second half and we'd still win the game because our defense is just as good yeah, big big time. All right, let's hit um our top ten running backs. I I can't wait to talk more about the Eagles this year. Okay. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want to just go at the same time, say who you got, and then I'll say who I got. Um, I'll go. Yeah, we who you got at number. Where do you want to start at the top or the bottom? Um, let's I guess do, the top. I did one. I did. Yeah, we can do top, but I did an honorable mention too. But I, I can name him. Okay, I did, I, I did twenty two, and I also have an honorable mention that I don't know where he goes, but okay, nowhere in here. But um, so at the top, I got CMC, and then Austin Eckler is my top two. Okay, I have CMC and Nick Chubb is my top two. I have Nick Chubb as my three. I have Saquon as my three. I have Saquon as my four. I have Derrick Henry as my four. I have Derrick Henry as my five. <laughs> I have Austin Eckler as my five. Okay. So our top five is the same. I just have Eckler up higher. Because I think he just catches the ball more. Yeah, he's like your, like, outside of McCaffrey, he's probably the best, like, receiving running back in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just, like, that, like, a big, valuable piece of that offense. Um, But we're pretty much the same on top five. Who do you have at six? Tony Pollard. Okay. I have Bijan at six. I will say this. I, that's why I texted you earlier because, so I'll just say it now, but Bijan was my honorable mention, but I didn't know if this was for like fantasy wise or running back or just like overall wise. Well, I think either way, that's, I, I still go that way. Like yeah, I think Bijan's just, just such a good talent. You just haven't it would, seen it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you haven't seen him because NFL talent and it'd be hard for me to put him in over like some of the guys that I have on this list because you just haven't seen it. That's fair. That's literally all it is. But for fantasy wise, like I would, he he might even crack the top five for me fantasy wise. Honestly, maybe, maybe. Um, all right. So if I take Bijan out, I'll just take him out altogether. Okay. Now my six is Josh Jacobs. Did I tell you what my six was? Yeah, Tony. Pollard. Your six yeah. is Tony Pollard. My seven is Josh Jacobs. My seven's Tony Pollard. <laughs> We're literally just flip flopped for everything. What's your eight? <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even put Dalvin Cook in here. Really? You don't think he's top ten? No, he probably is. You just forgot about him. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. He's not on the team right now, so. All right, so I put Ramondre at eight. I have Ramondre as my nine, <laughs> and then I put Joe Mixon. Oh fuck! He's my he's my Dalvin Cook. I forgot about Joe Mixon. <laughs> I had uh, Bijan as my number ten. I had Najee at ten. Yeah, 
I feel like Najee had such a down year last year, but I could see him. He could probably yeah. sneak into my eight, eight through ten on my list. So then I have Brees Hall at eleven, Jonathan Taylor at twelve. Which I was low key surprised that he wasn't on yours, but like, who knows where he's even going to be? And that's the I thing mean, with Dalvin dude, Cook. Don't know yeah. where he's going to be. But yeah. once JT signs, he probably jumps into my top 10. Doesn't, probably like, he have, doesn't he have another year with, with the Colts? Yeah, but he, but he wants to get traded and he's like not going to practice. It's bad blood over there. They're, they're trying oh, to bring in Kareem Hunt. Like, he's not playing or he's not practicing? No, he's not even going to practice. He like stopped Damn. showing up. Damn. Can yeah. he just do that? I guess. Are you, I guess I can't like physically force you to play, but still, like that might that just sounds like some sort of breach contract or something. So then after after Taylor, I got Jameer Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Alexander Madison, Travis Etienne, James Conner, J.K. Dobbins, Kenneth Walker, and James Cook. Yeah, I didn't do any from like eleven on, um, but I had some honorable mentions: Kamara, uh, Aaron Jones. Um, ETN, Brees Hall, but again, you don't. Brees Hall is tough because he's coming off an ACL, so you don't really know where he's going to be yeah. at. Um, yeah, Javonta. Oh yeah, Javonta. I forgot about him. He should be on here. Yeah, I my, mean, those, those are probably like my top fifteen. The ten through my fifteen deep, probably aren't ranked, but my deep honorable mention is Devon A Chain. There's a little bit of a. Hype in out of Miami. camp, Jalen Waddle saying how good he is, singing his praises, and like, dude, that's the thing. If he's really good, he could probably take over in that backfield because they don't really have much. Yeah, what do they have? Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I wonder. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes in the draft. Um, we should do our mock draft soon on here. All right, bet. Let's talk about this draft that I did today. So okay. I was like, all right, I'm going to do a draft today. Um, I I get into a 30 second draft. And then it's 8.55, and Lex is like, yo, you got to call at 9. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I get up, I go, like, in, like, hop on the call, like, take a literally the quickest power shit of my life. Um, <laughs> and then, yep, basically. And then back to my computer, call's starting, and I'm like, all right, let me let me do this draft. The draft was just starting. I got the 101. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So one was a fast draft too, like thirty seconds. Yeah, pick. thirty seconds, and this is for weekly winners. So you get that's where it's like every week there's like a new set of winners. Like I think top right. prize is like twenty thousand like every week. Um, so I went Justin Jefferson one hundred and one, and then at the back of the two, I should have taken a running back, but I didn't. I was like, whatever, you know what? Super upside. It's the perfect week. Everything comes together. I took Mark Andrews and Josh Allen. And Mark then, Andrews, Josh, uh, yeah, that's a pretty nice fucking start. And then I went, so at the next turn, I took Mike Williams and Gabe Davis. Because I'm like, dude, they both can have like crazy like splash weeks. So I'm going to take them for random upside weeks plus the stack with Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. And then I was doing things for work. Totally missed the next round that came around. Oh, man. Auto-picked Dallas Goddard and Hollywood Brown. No way, like, oh, dude. Dude, I don't oh, want to take Dallas man. Goddard at the six twelve when I have Mark Andrews Mark on Andrews. my team. When I should, yeah, I, like, I would have needed a running back there. I was gonna say you'd think the like they'd have the algorithm to see that you don't have a running back that late in the fucking like, draft. I could have taken David Montgomery or James Conner there, and I would have been so happy with that. 
Yeah, I mean, James Conner, low-key dark horse this year if he stays healthy. Yeah. Too. He's got no Kyler Murray, so they're going to run the ball. And he's more than capable in catching passes out of the backfield. And he has no competition. So then come back at the next one, I missed my eighth. I, like, got to my phone, like, at my eighth-round pick. Missed it. Johan Dotson auto-pick, which I, I'm not mad about. But then, not thinking about who I just took, was like, I need a running back. Took Antonio Gibson, who's also on the Redskins. So it's like, I don't know if I love that, but, like, yeah. There's some correlation there, but I don't know if the correlation really is going to like add up. And then I went, it just gets bad from there. Samaj P. Ryan Tyler Boyd, Jacoby Myers, and Jalen Warren, who I think could have pop weeks. Uh, Kyler Murray and Kendra Miller. And then I took Jake Ferguson, who's supposed to be like the number one tight end at a Cowboys camp. And Quez Watkins, who's been like apparently like kind of like locking himself down as that wide receiver three. And then I took Latavius Murray, who's. Uh, like getting apparently, I I saw or I heard him and Damian Harris were getting all the goal line work, and then I saw Damian Harris is like a little like banged up, and and so I'm like, all right, goal line running back in Buffalo, you give me that with the very last pick of my draft, all right, take that. Yeah, I mean Damian Harris is gonna run into an injury anyways, dude. He's always been kind always of prone. Um. Yeah. So I low key got boned with the auto pick there, but I do have some solid wideouts. I think I have like crazy high I mean, upside. Dude, my first, running backs yeah, are lagging, listen, dude. dude. My running backs are lagging. Three, yeah, but your running backs are gonna lag. But Justin Jefferson's gonna make up for that by putting up forty points every now and then. You know what I mean? Like, and hopefully, like have those weeks, you're gonna also have the week where Gabe Davis has twenty, which means Josh Allen's gonna have forty. Yep. So hopefully, if that's the same week right that there, Justin dude. Jefferson pops off, and it's the same week that Mark Andrews pops off. Yep. And maybe Jahan Dotson, you know, is like, you know, a, t- a top 10 receiver on the week. Yeah, you're, you're like ceiling for a lot of these guys is pretty, pretty fucking high. So, I mean, even on and off week, Justin Jefferson's still going to get you 20 points, which split that in half. That's 10 points each if you're looking at two running backs, which you'll take all day. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. I, that I think was it, what I had, I had him last year in Orchids, and that was like how I looked at it. I was like, listen, like, Justin Jefferson's averaging me like fucking thirty points a week, like between two players. That's like a pretty solid week. So I'm I'm not gonna be that upset if I have yeah. uh, fucking you know one running back that throws up like five or six points. Justin Jefferson's gonna pop off every week. It evens out. Facts, facts. Yeah, I might do a couple more of those weekly winners. I like how like it's the every week I you have a get chance at. I've I've only done one best ball so far, but I want to I want to get like a good handful in before the season starts. Do it up. The can thing, the only together? thing is, like, your, you know how it, you can look at your, um, like, what's it called? However many you have of the others. Your, uh, like your total drafts. Exposure. That's what it is. Your exposure to certain players, like you can look oh, at, it'll yeah. give you like how many, what percentage of all the players that you have is, but it doesn't include your weekly winners in there. It only counts like your other best ball formats. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, I have. I have. Uh, I only have three best ball. Like that's all that I did. So I have a hundred percent of Donovan Peoples Jones. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've been snagging him late. I guess in a bunch of bunch of drafts. I'm in, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do it in this one though. Did you do the fast puppy one? I think it was from like two weeks ago. Um, five hundred k prizes is five dollar entry. No, I didn't. Let me uh let me run through this team that I drafted real quick for you. I did a I did a slow draft. No, I did two slow drafts, and then when Owen was here, me, him and I like drunk drafted a uh, league together. We got in the same like thing. Oh yeah, 
We should do one of those. I want to do one like with somebody I know. Um, so I had pick position eight in this draft. Okay. And I'm I don't have the I don't can't see. I guess I can look at my picks, but I'll just tell you this, the roster instead of going to buy round. So my QBs, I got Joe Burrow and Bryce Young. My running backs, I got Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, and Kendra Miller. At receiver, I got A.J. Brown, George Pickens. I think I might have shared this team with you, actually. George Pickens, Elijah Moore, Tyler Boyd, uh, Darnell Mooney, Tim Patrick, Wandale Robinson, Robert Woods, and McCole Hardman. And then at tight end, I got Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox. Um, That's not bad. As, dude, honestly, like I'm projected like middle of the pack out of the whole draft. I think it was a 12-teamer. Um, but honestly, my running I thought, thought my running back room was pretty stacked, dude. Fire. Yeah, but that's the thing. They don't have the same like upside that receivers do. It's like yeah. it's it's a little unfortunate. I realized when we were put, putting together this list, outside of the top like 7, I'm not really excited about fantasies this, or running backs this year. No, me neither. Like I'm really not. So, There's not so, that much value there. Or I guess outside of my top eight, right? Because I'll put Bijan in here as as eight or six, wherever I had him, right? So if I put him back in, my top eight are CMC, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Saquon, Derrick Henry, Bijan, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. After that, I'm not real stoked about any of these guys. And honestly, I'm not even real stoked about... I guess, I guess I'd be pretty happy with Tony Pollard. Pollard. Yeah, I mean, I feel like after that, even just like squared off at the top ten, it's pretty much just a dart throw. Yeah, and even then, dude, the top ten, like you're st- like somebody's gonna get hurt. You don't know who. Somebody's right. offensive line is gonna be terrible. You don't know what's gonna that happen. First, that first like one to two weeks of waiver wire pickups is gonna be electric, so crucial. Dude. Yep, like that's where you get like your trade pieces almost from. Is just your first, the first two weeks of waivers. See who's set up in a good spot and who's gonna have like potential for a breakout year or behind somebody who just got an injury but i think that's what i my plan this year is to temper my reactions after like the first two weeks because if i have somebody that gets hurt like five or six weeks like don't just trade them away and try and win now you know what i mean because if i stuck out yeah. if i didn't trade for aaron Rodgers last year so early after dak hurt his thumb um i would have had like the most stacked wide receiver room like ever dude i had fucking Jalen Waddle, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Justin Jefferson, um, and C.D. Lamb, bro. That, those were my four receivers I had in Orkins last year. Absolutely stacked. And then fucking Dak got hurt, and I was like, all right, well, I have four of these guys, so I could trade one because I know they they all have a lot of value. Ended up trading C.D. Lamb, and then later in the year, ended up trading Amon Ross, St. Brown. But if I just had, if I stuck with that all year, dude, probably yeah. would have had a good chance to win most dude, of my games. Dude, you literally don't even have to think about your wide receiver or your flex you just no. two wide receivers two flex every week i'm gonna start every all week. of you because you all have like regular top 10 performances so yep you're here you are yeah and then and then you trade the rest of your pieces you put like two wide receivers on your bench together that aren't gonna start because they're not any of those four guys that you just named you put those guys those guys together and trade you don't give up your your top four yeah, well, I didn't trade them all away. I ended the year with Jalen Waddle and Justin Jefferson, but I traded CD because Dak got hurt too. So I was like, well, CD is going to take a yeah. hit by Dak being out for six weeks. So he's still got high value now because he's still CD Lamb. So I traded right. him first. And then Amon Ra had some injury troubles like throughout the year. And I was like really struggling at running back after Brees Hall went down because he tore his ACL. 
So I was like, all right, well, Mon Ra's got some trade value. Let me see what I can get for him. And I forget who I traded him for. I think it was Ramondre Stevenson and someone else. But I'm just not letting the running back, like, affect my decisions of how my I want to structure my team, like, going into the draft. Yeah. So I always do. I always draft high high wide receivers, and then I'm like, got all this value at wide receiver. I can trade for some running backs. And then I trade for running backs, and then it's just like you're not getting the same value out of those running backs you would with receivers. That's true. I don't know, but it's different Like if it's not PPR and things like that. But pretty much everything's PPR these yeah, days. I mean, this is strictly just for Orchids, which is PPR is what I'm talking about. Yeah. But that's pretty much how I plan my attack all year. Just Orchids, main priority, and then everything else. Everything else comes secondary. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I'm excited for this Keeper League. Do you have your Keepers picked out? I don't. I, oh, haven't, you been on, I haven't been on. When are we drafting? That draft starts that? September 1st, but you have to get your picks, your your keepers selected in like a week. I think I'm going to like send a message in there when we're, when it's a week from deadline day. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to uh, look at that and pick out my keepers. I don't really know. We're doing three, right? Keepers are due next Friday at 6 a.m. Okay. Yeah. So everything's in there and all the important stuff I pinned. Do I have to? I mean, I'll look at it later. But am I just gonna text you my keepers, or is there like a way no, to... no, no? You no, you just do it on the app. It's it's like really simple. Oh, it's like okay, cool. That's when you lo- if when you open up the app, it's gonna be like you gotta set your keepers. I don't know if you can see that because I can't Dude, see I that. Might, I might do that tonight after we get off and just yeah. dig around and sleeper for a little bit. So I have. Let me open this up. I have like I just took a screenshot of this with my Mac of the of like last year's draft board. So now I have, like, I can see, like, because I have players on my team now Damn. that I didn't draft. So, like, that I'll, like, I'll have this to look at to be like, oh, okay, this is what they cost. Yeah. Hmm. Looking at my team, I took Dalvin Cook 1-8. He's not, not going to be my, he's definitely not going to be one of my keepers this year. Well, you got to look at who's on your team because he might not even still be on your team. My team was bad last year, He dude. definitely is. I didn't trade him or anything. Who did I draft I kinda... last year? Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Josh Allen, Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney, ugh, J.K. Yeah, Dobbins, really, Hunter really Renfro, Christian Kirk, either. Garrett Wilson. I'm keeping Garrett Wilson. I drafted him, what's this, in the ninth last year, so he's going to cost me an eighth-round pick this year. That's too easy. Outside Take that of that, all day. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. My late my draft picks late weren't very good either, so it's going to be tough. I'm probably going to have to pick some guys up towards the top of the pack. But you just look at who's on your team and then see what their cost is here because like, there could be guys on your team that like you signed as free agents that are only going to – Cost you like a last your last round pick. My last pick, yeah, that's true. Or what about trades? Any guys that we traded for? How would we? Yeah, it's whatever your roster, whatever you end the season as your with your roster as. That's who okay. you have to pick from. So like any of those guys, they could be on different teams and shit like that. They could have been drafted on different teams. You know what I mean? That's uh, yeah, that makes sense. Tough. Andy's got Jonathan Taylor one one. <laughs> that's that's a tough. Looking back, I mean, it was the right move, but still. Yeah, probably not going to keep him. No. Who'd you keep from Andy's team? 
Probably nobody. Did we decide draft order in that league yet? Yeah. What am I at? Can you do you have it up in front of you? Um, I can pull it up. I think I'm the six, dude. I'm the six in every fucking draft ever. Johnny is the four. Four. Yeah, I gotta start mocking, dude. So sleeper keeper is only an only a ten man league this year. Oh really? Who dropped out? Yeah. Carl Carl and, and my cousin. Was it so, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So I was like, all right, whatever. We're just going to take make it a 10-man league instead of, like, trying to find somebody who might not be very interested. Yeah, that's true. 10-man leagues can be fun, too, because it makes your teams a little bit better. Yeah, and we can always add guys, like, if we have people that would, like, really be into it. Yeah, maybe, oh, Jordan's going to say Jordan's in it. I feel like Waldo, like... Waldo might be down. But then we need another one, too. Yeah, can't do 11. Maybe uh, hit the Random Roommates League chat and see if anyone wants to join. I feel like most people in there are like, pretty, pretty serious about fantasy football. That's not a bad idea. We'll see. Maybe next year we'll do the expansion, not this year. Yeah, see how it is, 10-teamer. Or should I just try to get them in? No, nah, I think we should do a year no. as a 10-team. Yeah, let, let's yeah. rock it with a 10-team. See how, see how it feels. See, see how it runs. Um, yeah, we've been talking for a while. You want to get out of here? Yeah, that flew by, dude. God damn. Always does, always brother. Does. Always does. It always does. Well, I hope some... that you all have a great weekend. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. It's been nice episode. talking to you. Hope you laughed along with us. Uh, I hope I you hope see you Jimmy Shredricks in your dreams. Jimmy Shredricks. And remember, <laughs> next time you have a freezer pop, snip the tip and let snip it rip. Snip the tip and let it rip. Adios. Smooches.